Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. We're going to talk about Tommy and some goodness, but first, we're going to talk about Jane the Virgin. (laughs) Which neither of us really even watch anymore. Okay, so like, (laughs) Jane the Virgin is one of these shows I like ship from afar. I don't actually watch the show, but I watch YouTube clips, which I feel is just as informative. Like, that keeps you abreast of what's happening. I watched all of season one. And I watched half I'm of season one. Pretty sure I watched most of season two, but I got annoyed and stopped watching because I could see what they were doing with the whole Michael thing, and I didn't like it. It was, so I was moving like, a little no. slow for me. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it was predictable. It was slow, but it was also predictable. But it was also enraging. It was like it felt like it felt like when I watched it, I was like, okay, she's gonna end up with Raphael, and all we're gonna get is years and years and years of bullshit. Before yeah. we get Jane and Raphael. And I was like, I'm not here for that. I'll tune in at the end when she's with Raphael. Which so. is what we're doing now. Um, Basically. But, like, I have so many thoughts on this, which is random. Because you're like, okay, Jen, you don't even watch the show. But I kind of do. And I feel like I am educated enough to have some opinions. And even yeah. if I'm not educated enough, it doesn't I don't matter. really care. For our opinions so, and we have them like, and whatever. There is this major contingent. It's so bizarre. You know, like how there's cross shipping, like a bunch of Captain Swan fans watch Elicity, watch Arrow. Yeah. It's like yeah. these cross ships. Okay. Yeah. So like if you a ship big, this, then you ship Right. That. A big cross ship is Captain Swan, Elicity, Delena. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, why? But whatever. I get the Captain Swan kind of thing. Like, I guess there's, like, a stream of, like, bad boy essence to that. Sure. But, like, I feel like Damon, Oliver, and Captain Hook are extremely different bad boys on massively important levels. But anyways, that's not the point. We're not talking about them. True. But, like, there is this (laughs) really strong, strong contingent within the Jane, the Virgin fans that if you're a Stelena fan, if you like Stefan and Elena, you should like Jane and Michael no. because of the same energy. No. And I'm like, but that's not even, it's not a thing that is, no. <laughs> like, I'm very, first of all, it's Justin Baldoni. Ugh. Can we just. I mean, does anybody compare? Like, on that show, ever on that show, does anybody compare? Like, I ship no. Justin Baldoni in real life. I mean. Like, have you heard him speak words? He's, He's like literally a poet dressed like in a in a in a model's body and like he loves his wife like he worships the ground she walks on and they have adorable babies Ugh. and then he makes shows about spirituality about people who are like dying and he makes it like all their life dreams come true and like he's all about positivity and good thoughts and just like being your best self and like like being a man who cries like 
what are we even talking about? Literally, they could have and cast night, anybody as Michael, and I would have been like, no. No. Yeah, Mm-mm. last night, he was even tweeting, you know, Gina right. better get the Emmy for I know. what He's she like, did. And I'm super like, supportive of ca- like, co-stars. And it's just... <laughs> Okay, so first of all, you just have the Justin Baldoni situation. He makes my last days, therefore he gets extra credit. Yeah. Okay? Can we just agree? Okay, cool. Then, on top of that, I feel like Jane the Virgin, like, okay, are we really saying that the guy who plays Michael is as good-looking as Paul Wesley? No, we are not. We are not talking about that. I feel like, at least in the Vampire Diaries, and this this drives me nuts, we'd be like, oh, you really had chemistry with Damon. No, no, no. The Vampire Diaries played it smart. The reason why they were to jerk, jerk around with a love triangle for freaking eight years is because Nina had chemistry with both male leads. They ran her through. They knew what they were looking for. She had smoking chemistry with with Ian Somerhalder, and she had smoking chemistry with Paul Wesley, as evidence that she and Paul Wesley played like eight different versions of themselves on that damn show, and everyone was hot. Okay? And under no circumstances am I saying that whatever the dude is who plays Michael is as hot as Paul Wesley. No. Well, here's I reject thing. that. So that's just looks. Yeah. Right there. But then... He's just milk toast. Right. Know? Okay. And Stefan wasn't milk toast. Stefan was complicated. Okay? There was darkness there. Anyways, I like Jane and <laughs> Michael because they're like rapidy rapidy blah, 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 kind of banter. But here's my thing. I feel like on Jane the Virgin, like, nobody's a murderer here. Like, on the Vampire Diaries, it was like, okay, they're both serial killers. What are we even talking about? You know? Like, whatever. But on Jane the Virgin, I think they're genuinely good guys, both of them. Like, when I was watching season one, I wasn't like, oh, you're a horrific human being. How dare you? I'm with either one of them. And they're both colossal fuck-ups. Can we just be honest? Michael lied. Michael did bad things. He was pretty terrible in season one. Yeah, he was not a real winner. And then Raphael did some pretty horrible stuff. Like, they're guys who do stupid shit. Okay. Wow. Welcome to the world of heterosexual men. (laughs) Like, I don't even... What are we talking about here? So really, then it just boils down to hotness. Yeah. And we know who wins. And listen, sorry. you ain't coming at me with anyone when when, when we're up against Baldoni. It's just just not going to happen for me, people. Yeah. The gif alone of him taking off his shirt, I think that was season one. That was like the first episode. And I was I like, like, okay, it's over. Yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's done. I, uh, like, I, he could have lit puppies on fire, and I probably would figure out a way, eh, you know, that's a reasonable response to something. But he doesn't do that. He's yeah. a genuinely decent yes. person who screws up. And I got to be honest, Jane is a person who's a really good person, but she's not perfect either. That's the one great aspect of Jane the Virgin is, like, none of the characters are really f- without flaw. You know, so it's like, it's kind of hard. It's like the same argument I would have with people as Damon and, 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 and Stefan. It's like, well, they're both killers. My argument was always, what it boiled down to for me with those two is, yeah, they're both serial killers, but Damon fights the good in him and Stefan fights the bad. That's the major difference. It's fair. So I was like, I'm always, I'm not a big anti-hero fan. Like that ain't my wheelhouse. So I like the hero who's fighting the bad in him, even though, yes, there's bad. I like him to try to fight to overcome it. Whereas I don't like heroes who are like, oh, you know, I, I hate being a good guy. No, 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 just, you know, but I'll be a good guy for the girl. Eh, you know, not so much my thing. So 
I, we don't really have that problem. I feel like there's a lot of Raphael and Jane who are just very different people. They come from very different worlds. And that's okay. And they, they struggle with those things. But also, he's just so pretty. <laughs> that's, that's really what it boils down to, right? Right. So I think it's really interesting because I was like when they... So, like I say, I kind of, like, watch the show, but I don't really watch it. Because here's the deal. I, like, keep up with the Jane, Michael, and um, Raphael stuff. But, like, I'm not that interested in any of the other characters. No, me either. Like, and that's that... another part of the reason why yeah. I stopped watching. Like, it was I know just like, I should I... be, but, like, eh, I no, fast forward I through don't... a lot of the other ones. Like, I don't really eh, care. Da, da, da. Oh, you're not Justin Baldoni. You're not talking. Wait till <laughs> which... Oh, Justin Baldoni's talking. There we go. Hit play. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just... You know, <laughs> so I just yeah, I just feel like, OK, so I was I was watching and they brought Michael back at the end of last year. And it's like, what the frick? So it turns Which out that we it's, all kind of knew that I didn't know that. Happen. I was really shocked. Oh, really? Like it was like spoiled. spoiled ahead it was of time. Michael. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, I swear I would be totally that person watching telenovelas, like having my mind blown all the time. <laughs> like, what? No, so I thought it was we were just discussing, me and Cal, that we think it's really interesting that they've brought him back for the final season. Because really, when you're talking love triangle situation, like she picked Michael, right? They got married and then Michael died. And so like now she's fallen. It's been like four years later. She's fallen in love with Raphael. So, like, really, if you're a Michael fan, you could make the argument that the only reason why she's with Raphael is because Michael's dead. Right. That, Which that is a Michael completely logical. Right. Yeah. If Michael's her soulmate and basically Raphael's just getting her by default. Which it's is a completely the, the, logical argument It's what to the Lollivers try to say about Elicity. Right. Except that's so different. I don't even like, oh, my God. Don't get me started. I would start yelling. They, like, they make my head though. explode the when they make statements really like that. terrible. Like, and I, I would say God. this is similar. Yes. What I like about Jane the Virgin is they're getting the opportunity to do what the vampire's diaries didn't get the opportunity to do because no, Nina left and that it was basically going to be three years of Stefan and Elena. I would give them three years of Damon and Elena and then it's going to boil down to her making the final call. And the real distinguishing factor is when she's a vampire, she's with Damon. When she's a human, she's with Stefan. So the way it was all supposed to go down was that she was going to choose Stefan in the end. And if you watch the series, I don't care if you're a Delena fan and this drives you nuts. It absolutely makes sense that she picked Stefan. And literally the only reason why she ended up with Damon was because Julie Plex said, well, that's who she was with when Nina left the show and we were left with no other choice. Anyways, but it's fun now because like basically they're redoing the love triangle and essentially, I feel the point of Jane the Virgin is that her destiny is Raphael. And so mm -hmm. they're kind of redoing this. They're bringing Michael back so she can choose. So Raphael can be her first choice. Correct. And she can let Michael go. Correct. That's the way I, that's the way I look at it. I honestly. He's an amnesia guy. So. Listen, the minute they made her pregnant with Raphael's kid. She was the guy gonna... she met five years before. Yeah, she was always going to end up with him. right. She it's always rough. was going to. It's end a up telenovela with him. show. You have to end up with a guy that looks like freaking Justin Peltoni. <laughs> but like, listen, it's like this is why it was so frustrating to me and why I had to stop watching because I could see 
obviously what the end game was, but I knew that they were going to jerk people right. around right. for years and years and years. So it's like, I watched this episode and it was great. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to watch the rest of season five. Well, I think and it's then really, I'll it was watch, really I'll interesting. I'll watch the finale. I'll like, watch it didn't the finale. Ch- like Michael it's being fine. alive, she was like, I mean, maybe things are going to oh, get more was. complicated, but she was just like, I'm still in love with Raphael and I feel like Michael, it's like, Michael's been dead and she mourned him, so him coming back is like really... It's thrown her for a loop. Right, which as it should, but I thought it and was that, really interesting at the end of the episode, she was like, I still want to move in with you to Raphael. That, that whole monologue was amazing. Oh my gosh. Like, the way she processed through that, it was the most relatable thing I've ever seen. Right. Like, I love Jane just because I love the way Gina plays her and she's just, she's a great character, but... If you ever want to see, what was the other oneer we were talking about? It was in the, um, the haunted house. Oh yeah, 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 the haunting of Hill House, haunting where they Hill did so. the, um, they walked through and they went like from past to future. Right, to... it's like a spectacular oneer in that oh show. It was God, probably one of the best oneers I've ever seen. But this Gina's. I mean, Jane's oneer that she does in the season five premiere might, and she did it in one take. And she, like, never took a breath. And she never took a breath. She's eating in it. She's taking off her pants. Like, it's like she's laying. I mean, I was just like, wait, what's happening? She answers the door. It's, like, just from a whole, like, logistics standpoint, I don't even understand. And she she directed it, too. And she directed herself, and she did not make one mistake. She didn't one take. Oh, it was amazing. Like, holy shit. So I kind of think Jane the Virgin just, just. Totally took the Warner title. I think that was my fave. I don't know. I've still got to. Might have to go to, back to Haunting and just see. Like maybe I, I have to give it, it the Haunting whoa. of Hill House just because I love that show so very very much. But this, like, this is in a different category. It's a different su- style right. of Warner. She needs that to be nominated was, for an Emmy for that sucker. Like that, right there. That haunting of Hill House was kind of like an atmospheric setting sort of wonder where th- things were happening super emotional this was dialogue driven very, very it was a seven page scene and it was like how she kind of worked through it like it, fe- it felt like I, watching it i was like this is something that i would do kind of like make, the make these silly jokes gr- about oh, you it totally would react like this i would jo- you know joke about it and then mm-hmm. get kind of crabby with it but then like just laugh then it off small. and then you just start sobbing like, like i found i found myself relating to her so much while watching that i'm like oh my god yes it was it was exactly basically it. you just watched yeah. Jane go through the seven stages of grief and like rapid <laughs> delivery. You're like, it was Whoa. fantastic. Like I, I oh. love how Felicity goes through the stages of grief in three ten. Yeah. But like this was the stages of oh, this grief. was like this is in, hard like, crack. Two minutes. It was like, whoa. <laughs> it's so good. So yeah, if you have never watched a Jane the Virgin episode, I would highly watch recommend this one, yeah. this one just because it's a it. even if you don't watch it. Like you it don't, don't matter. You watch can just it. right. You don't you can appreciate shit. the scene now it. that we've set it up for yeah. you. That this is a one take scene, seven pages of dialogue. She was directing herself and she did it. All in one, which is it's truly insane. one of the best scenes in television yeah, this year. Yeah, like unbelievable, unbelievable, Seriously. and that's then, why I had to watch it. Oh, and like, okay. then you have to get oh. to the end of the episode because then Justin Baldoni rips your heart oh. out. No, that's my kryptonite. Really, oh. is the strong person, strong male crying. breaks down, 
and then I'm like, okay, well, that's it. I'm I done. love <laughs> that they gave him that scene, though, because he's really been on this um, just like a personal, like, TED Talk kind of thing about men, it being okay for men to cry. Yeah. And to be Which vulnerable and to talk about what they're scared of. Mm-hmm. And Raphael is really one of those characters who doesn't do that. He, like, doesn't. He, like, shuts down. He gets Well, he's strong for everybody. Right. He's he, be gets, for everybody. he gets mad. He hits the scotch <laughs> hard. <laughs> he does some yelling. <laughs> like, everyone gets so... Here's the thing. Everyone gets really mad at Raphael when he yells at Jane. And Raphael has a temper. Like, when he's upset he's, about stuff, he yells at Jane. Listen, he's... he's listen, I'm a yeller, too. <laughs> like, when I'm upset about stuff, I yell at my husband. Like and yes, he does and he I've heard her do it. You heard her and it's like scary. that's just my automatic <laughs> when I'm worried when I'm scared I like react angry first and then it like then it like turns into other things. <laughs> I'm I'm like Mr. J Buffy Angel. I I do not do that. Right, and he's very he's like more like Jane. So I I. I relate to Raphael on that le- that level. Like, yeah, there's a healthier way for me to express my feelings, and I've worked on that. But He's a passionate guy. But yeah, I don't think you know just because <laughs> you're yelling doesn't make you like some abusive person. Like, I don't think that that's true. Like, sometimes people get angry about things and they express it. It's okay to express anger. What Raphael does that's not okay is he like shuts Jane out. Like he pushes her away. You know, like no, 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 yeah. don't do that. So I think it was really great that basically Raphael is the exact guy that Justin Baldoni is like trying to like reach out to. Yes, he is. <laughs> be like, this is another way to be a man. And like they give him this scene and Jane's mom shows up and she's just like, because like the whole episode Raphael's being so sweet and he's like, like, hi, the love of his life, which he's was planning on proposing to. He just found out that her dead husband is back and he brings him back and he's all like, yeah, I'll let you work things out. And, you know, let me know when things are like settling down. Oh, yeah. and he, like, he's, he's being, being like, super cool about super everything. chill, super supportive. <laughs> and like everyone's super excited that Michael's back. Like it's just like he kind of just feels like leftovers. Like he, you could tell that he's just like, oh, I'm replacement boyfriend. So that's kind of how he feels. Like now that Michael's back, the whole family doesn't need me anymore. Which is this is the whole point of the season. The entire point of the season yeah yeah so because like he has grown into being the kind of man that jane deserves but i like that he did it that he figured that out while he wasn't with jane yeah you know what i mean like she was his friend and they were friends but it wasn't like oh i'm in a romantic relationship with jane and i have to be better because of her no he just kind of became better i think I'm not, I'm a little fuzzy in the whole middle part, but that's kind of what I was saying. Anyways, so like Jane's mom shows up (laughs) and she's like, I just want to see how you were doing. And he loses it. Uh, He's just like, I'm so scared I'm going to lose her. And he just like breaks down sobbing. And I'm like, okay, well, give this man a bride named Jane, dress her in white. I'll see you at the church. Because that's just the way this needs to happen. And I don't know what they're going to do with Michael. He'll probably end up in Texas or something with his dog, Bo. I don't know. Montana. Montana. Whatever. It'll be fine. (laughs) The point is Michael's alive and maybe Michael will be happier as Jason. I have no idea. He's not even a cat person anymore. He's not the same guy. Right. I mean, I think that's kind of like the telenovela way of like, you've become different people like they literally yeah. become different people in telenovelas <laughs> like literally so like wait literally different people <laughs> so 
So I'm sure this is going to, like, I love triangles always ignite a lot of passion. Do you like love triangles, Kelly? I hate them. I like them. I despise them. I have, like, a weird thing about them. I don't, (laughs) I don't, it's like some of them I, like, hate, and then other ones I'm like, yeah, let's do this. I don't know. I don't dig them. I don't I think them. shows rely on them too much. I think they become a I, crutch. I have never liked them because I never, I have yet to run into one where I'm like, gosh, I don't know which one she should pick. Oh, like, I know. I always have one that I'm I'm vastly like, in hardcore. favor of. And any kind of hinting towards the other one at all just makes like, me mad. Like enrages. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Right. I prefer any other kind of story. Rather than, which is why I haven't watched Jane the Virgin for all these years. Because I stopped. Because I was like, I have no interest in exploring this particular thing. Call me when it's the finale and she's going to get Like, I would Raphael. say Jane the Virgin is probably the show that I've close been able to tolerate the two love, like the two potential love interests the most. I have such Like, when she patience. was with Michael, I was like, oh, they're cute. Like, no. It, you know, but then when she's with Raphael, I'm like, they're cute too. So it really boils down to hotness for me. Like, who do you want to bang for the rest of your life, Jane? Okay, Michael. No, yeah. sorry. No, no sorry. Raph. No. Um, <laughs> but, like, I really thought, like, I was getting myself all psyched up for season four. Because, like, as a hardcore Stellata fan, I obviously, like, you can't watch the Vampire Diaries and not understand that at some point they're going to explore all options within a love triangle, right? Yeah, that's why I don't like them. Right, if you think she's going to be with Stefan <laughs> For eight years it ain't happening okay so when she becomes a vampire i was like okay i said i could get behind this because then she's gonna like go dark and twisty and like damon's gonna make more sense and i was like okay i'm actually like like after the season three finale i was like i am actually very interested in seeing how that all develops and Elena being with Damon and like that makes sense to me. Like she's gonna unfall for Stefan in season four because that's what she says to Damon. She never unfell for Stefan. I'm like, okay, well we're gonna go watch her unfall for Stefan. That'll be really great. But the way they did it was such a shitstorm. Like it was a disastrous from a plot storytelling arc perspective that basically eradicated Elena's character in service. Like Kelly actually made a really good point when she was watching. I thought this was actually a very profound point that you made. Because you were watching season three, and she's like, well, obviously she's going to pick Damon. And I was like, that's what you think. And then you watch season three, and she's like, well, she doesn't pick Damon. She picks Stefan. She's like, even though technically, really, Damon probably deserved to get picked in season three. I was like, right. And then we're talking about it, and she's like, so basically Stefan deserves to get picked in season four, and she goes with Damon. I'm like, right. So it's like, You said, like, the writers were doing... They were just basically setting up the story and then just doing counter to it at the very end. Yeah. Which was really cheap and Like, cheap shock. Right! Yeah. Right! Like, they kind of started cleaning up Stefan's act at the end of season three and, like, make him a good guy. But it was was rushed. It was super rushed. Really rushed. And they probably needed to spend another, like, six episodes. (laughs) I'm like rehabilitating him before he like looked viable. Um, but then like, it's like Elaine is basically picking Stefan, not based on his actions in season three, but like, because she knows 
regular Stefan is coming back and she really loves that guy. That's the guy she's been fighting for all these years, all this time. It was just, it was just so cheap the way they did it. Like, okay, and then at the end of season four, like, the shit Damon pulls in season four is so... <sighs> it's not okay. It's just not okay. I I think I'm going to get over this eventually, and I just, I can't. No. So, like, I feel like this is kind of one of those situations where... And they never got the chance to correct it because Nina Dobrev left. So I feel like Jane the Virgin is one of those situations where it's kind of like Vampire Diaries Round 2, and I might actually be okay with how that one shakes out. Well, yeah, because she's going to pick Raph. But I was very, very <laughs> excited to see Damon and Elena together as a Stefan and Elena fan because I was like, well, obviously we're going to explore these two. It's going to be fun. It'll be different. And then, you know, I was very confident she'd go back to Stefan eventually. But, like, it was such a shit star. Like, I've talked with Maddie a lot because she was a big Damon and Elena fan. And she, was, uh, she said, like, Damon and Elena, the way that they brought them together was, like, such a slap in the face to Damon and Elena fans. Like, it was so shoddy it was just whatever it makes me bad so like i don't know i like i like triangles but then i equally hate them i hate them like i didn't like them on arrow i hated mm. them on well they weren't there really love triangles any. on arrow there was like oliver tommy and laurel that wasn't even i and guess that was it was that <laughs> that was it i mean that i don't even like the writers it. like to pretend like ray was a, was a was a love triangle situation no, but Listen, it wasn't because it was oliver the hood and felicity was the love there triangle. was no choice to be yeah exactly there was no choice between yeah, oliver, oliver wasn't ray an option he took himself off the table the whole point was that if oliver had ever been an option right ray who you know <laughs> like like, the microsecond of him being emotionally available to Felicity, like, I think it was emotionally available for, like, maybe 15 minutes, and Felicity was like, I'm, see you, Ray. Like, literally. literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, like remember when she snuggled his shoulder, and she was all like, and you just need to see that there's people who love you, and he was all like, panda face, and just like, oh, I love you. And they like, kind of like. Ray's standing there. Ray's back like, and watching they're them. like, looking like, you know, hello, darkness, my old friend. Yes. And then like, Thea is like in the hospital, and Oliver's all like, in post traumatic stress, like going into shock. And like, he lets Felicity hug him and sit next to him and hold his hand in the hospital. And. Then yeah. did she go talk to Did she go talk to Ray after Oliver was like I don't no, know Which when did she go to talk to she, Ray before? after she told Oliver that she was going with the Okay the yeah cuz Oliver's like don't give me the whole please don't yeah. go bullshit she's like I'm going with you and he's like oh okay <laughs> It's like I mean what was that 15 minutes in totality of like actual real time of Oliver being emotionally available and allowing letting Felicity in and like she drops Ray like a hot potato and then takes this plane. Amazing. <laughs> All we do is win on Arrow. I don't even know what to tell you. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It literally is ridiculous. I'm trying to think what other love triangles have been like really There have not on Arrow none. 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 One Tree none. Hill. I didn't watch that show. Oh, that's a good one. It always boils down. Oh, you know, did you watch 90210? Not really. I mean, like, I watched parts of it, but, like, I was never into it. Oh, I was super, like, into the whole Brenda and Dylan thing, and I was really pissed off about the whole Dylan and Kelly thing. And All these relationship shows, I don't dig. And the relationship shows are where... You're actually more (sighs) sci-fi. 
Well, no, it's not even fantasy. sci-fi. Like, like my husband right now has headphones in because I'm podcasting, and he's watching yet another episode of Breaking Bad, which we've been kind of like rewatching. Are you rewatching through. that one? Yeah, and it's like I love me some Breaking Bad. I love me some Lost. I love like Oops. Sons of oh, Anarchy. Like I don't know what would you call those shows. Well, Lost, there was love triangles, but you, that was always, like, your least, you were always oh, yeah. least no, I didn't give a shit. in those. No. <laughs> Whereas I'm, like, so into, like, Kate and Jack and Sawyer and, like, no. that whole quad. Like, I'm no. always asking her, like, quadrangle no. questions. And she's like, who gives a shit about that? I was like, I do. It matters to me. Literally, the, the shows I tend to ship on are shows where the relationship isn't the focus. Well, you sure found one on Arrow. Actually, you know, that's not even true. They've become more relationship-focused over the years. Well, no, I could argue. Like, they're the relationship-supported, but not focused. Yeah, there's a whole lot of other t- stuff. Well, and I guess that gets it's into really our Tommy thing. It's really about his whole... Yeah, let's talk about Tommy. Okay, so... We okay. talk about Tommy. Okay, we got Okay, this is a segue. <laughs> we're segging. This is a segue. Yeah, we're segging. It's happening. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Yes. So, Tommy. Colin Donnell... Can I tell you a little secret? Hmm. I sometimes have a hard time with Colin Donnell. And, and then Colin, Colin O'Donnell, Hugh, <laughs> the guy from Captain Hook. Yes. I like I'm constantly spell checking Colin's name because I feel like I'm going to tag Captain Hook. And it's a problem. It has happened a lot. It's they been both a, laugh about it's it. It's been a real thing. And I'm just like, okay, I don't want to, like, take Captain Hook. I just have decided to call him Captain Hook. I know he's a lovely Colin. And Did you know that that's what, that was going to be my daughter's name if she was a boy? Really? Colin. It's Gaelic. I'm a big fan of the name. You don't like it? It's Gaelic for Nicholas. I know, but I, is it really? Uh-huh. For Nicholas. Which is completely... How the heck did they right? get Nicholas? Leave it to the Gaelic. Leave it to the Irish. <laughs> oh, my Nobody God. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Okay, but let's talk about this Anyways, picture he posted. Right. Okay. Now, it's an, it's an innocuous picture. He's posting something that's, like, about mental health, end the stigma, hashtag, hope for the day, it's okay to not be okay, you know, like, he's he's doing a magnanimous thing. He's in a trailer in Vancouver... Wearing what could only be described as some aging makeup on his beard. And we're like, okay, but Colin, are you filming for Arrow? No, totally. It, <laughs> like, he looks like he's in Steve's trailer. He looks like, well, I don't think he's Steve's. Well, I whatever. Think looks, he looks like looks he's like in an Arrow guests. trailer. He's in, he's in an Arrow trailer. Right. We know he's in an Arrow We've trailer. We stared at that background for seven we years. Know. We can spot one of those suckers from space. Yeah, there's powdered sugar in that beard. So either he ate a donut. No. Or he got somebody getting aged up. Do you know what's fun? I said this on Twitter and I said to you this privately, but I'm (laughs) going to repeat it. Go for it. (laughs) I love how Arrow refuses to age up our favorites. Like, Dinah looks like 10 years of bad road. Renee looks like he's gotten beaten over the head with an old stick. And there's and supposed had to be roadkill thrown, roadkill thrown over it on top of his head. But Felicity, they put like a little bit of like there was some like laugh lines. Like, laugh lines and then like on her forehead a little bit. A and little then that's bit. It. And then like a, a 
like an amazing, the best wig they've ever done on Arrow. Her hair looks amazing. Her hair looked flawless. And then here comes Scotland rolling in. And I guarantee he's still, maybe there'll be a little powdered sugar in his hair, but that beard is looking sharp and he looked good. Tommy looks good for 20 like, years I later. Bet, I bet they give him some, some laugh lines. Yeah. I just don't think he'd had, he had that yet. Like but. this isn't this isn't us being like oh we're just noticing Colin's natural hair. Sorry, no, no. Colin's that on TV every freaking week Sorry. on freaking <laughs> national television on his other TV show that stole him away from us. It makes it upsetting to me, even though Eric yeah. fired him. No, see, so we know, we know, we know the facts. We ain't we ain't stupid. Yeah. No, well, no, and that's Stephen makeup. posted a picture just the other day of him and Colin in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And there was no powdered sugar beard situation right, there. So. Right, like they are making it yeah. known that Co- that Collins in town. It's not a secret. No, they're so not Beth- hiding it. They're not smuggling them in like they did last year right. for that courtroom thing. Right, <laughs> which we still knew about. <laughs> like I know, Arrow. Tra- Mark tried so hard. I'm going to keep it a surprise. But are you? But are you going to keep it a surprise? You can't keep anything a surprise. Well, half of it was him in freaking interviews. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, Mark, can I tell him this? Yeah. He never said no to me. Like, (laughs) I was like, we're going to hit on some kind of spoiler here that you won't let me tell them. Nope. That was all fine. Release it. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, yeah. Like, I just don't feel like he was like, he didn't really care that much. No, he didn't. But Beth, it's been lockdown city. So those boys had to get permission, I think, to do that. Well, I hope they did, but then well, again, whatever she it got, them? it posted. So <laughs> we got we got screen captures of it. So it's too late now. So the mind reels because if he has powdered sugar face, <laughs> then it means he's in the flash forwards, which, which means what? Which means many things. Listen, a Merlin. Had set, there was an invoice to a Merlin from the Ninth Circle. Right, the most the ridiculous invoice we've ever gambit. seen. Yeah, it was very ridiculous. <laughs> but Malcolm Merlin's name was on there. So yeah, Merlin, Merlin knew about the Ninth Circle. Merlin was probably involved with the Ninth Circle. So what did we decide? We decided that Emiko knew about the bombs because she was part of the Ninth Circle. And maybe we think that maybe the Ninth Circle funded... The bombs. Maybe that's yeah, where Merlin they were, got they his were money. They were involved at some or level. They were involved yeah. at some level. Because I think it's actually really important. Like, to me, it's not enough that she just knew it was going to happen and, like, allowed it to happen. It's actually really important to me that the Ninth Circle was involved in some way. Yeah. Because I think it's really They're important. They're involved in some way. I'm just not like, sure. The right. As we go to the end here, we got to connect it back to that undertaking, yeah. the boat, all of that goodies yeah. stuff. Which it looks like it's been. So, like, this concept that Oliver has never truly known who the enemy is. Yeah. That's good stuff. You know, listen, they've been setting this up since season one. Okay. This has been the story. Yes. Malcolm survived at the end of season one because yes. he had access to Lazarus Pit Water. As I said to somebody Remember today, he wore that who. little vial on his yeah, neck at the did. end of season two. But I two. don't that we all knew that he had more than that. Well we yeah, but that's go. what I'm saying. It was like <laughs> it was like that was their little sign to us. Oh he took Lazarus Pit Water. Look he carries right, it around right. like his binky exactly. now. But like he's got a little font somewhere. But here's the thing. I as, as I said to somebody, you know, you don't think 
that he wouldn't use if he had access to Lazarus Pitwater that he wouldn't use it on Tommy right who he was responsible for his death you don't think he would have done that of course he would have done that and he would have hidden it but then it explains why over the years Malcolm never seemed particularly remorseful about Tommy's death he never grieved him in any way like he was never sad about it no and the lengths he went to to protect Thea right he would have cared more well it was like it was like oh they tried to sell it this is the thing that always bugged me it was like they tried to sell this concept that Merlin didn't love Tommy that Oliver was his true son the son he always wanted and didn't give a shit about Tommy I really don't feel that was true I don't really feel that was true either because here's another part of it Tommy was part him but also part Rebecca Yes. And Rebecca was Merlin's whole reason for right. doing the undertaking. He's in the literally first place. all he has left of Rebecca. And we're talking, what are we talking about here, people? Oh, He's just going to let his son right. die and just like, oh, well. Tommy can't sucks. do twi-con, twi- you know, can't do ninja fighting or whatever. No, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. So what he did is he revived Tommy and he stashed him with the ninth circle somewhere. And Tommy's been, like, festering and growing evil over the years because he can't kill who killed him, which is his father, and all this stuff. Well, I remember, maybe this was in season five. I can't remember. But I I remember, because we were, like, super hopeful um, that We've Colin was going to be from here. So we were, like, we were, like, watching his schedule, like, ah. I was like, we oh, there was like, there was, they were killing someone off Chicago Med that year. And I remember you and me were like doing like prayer circle, hoping Colin got fired again, but <laughs> didn't happen. Like, we're shit. the worst. So I don't know. I can't help it. I want the things I want. I don't feel bad. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm wishing him to get fired from gainful employment so he can, so he can gain gainful employment. Like this, I'm just a giver. But I, listen, like Arrow's also ending. So right, okay. But I remember <laughs> an interview Mark gave once, and he was like, you know, like, oh, could Tommy be Prometheus? And he's like, you never know. He's like, if if we do want to bring Colin back, I know exactly the way I would do it. Yeah, exactly. And I was and like, when he said that. I was like, I, was like, I know oh, exactly. Girl. Oh, girl. I know the way you're going to do it. I know exactly what you're thinking. They left that door open. They left that door because- wide open. Right. Because you've always said, this is the thing. Literally, Cal has been saying this four years. And I wrote an entire fic off of it. Whole fic. Because she was like, okay, well, how does Merlin know that the Lazarus pit affects someone in the soul? Oh, yeah. All season three, he was like, we can't do this He's because like, it's going to do this. don't this, do this, it. This, this. And you're like, wait he a minute. Like, you I remember he, right. at the time, right. at the time, I was like, why, why? Merlin? What have you what seen? Have you seen? <laughs> like, and I feel like people are like, oh, he's just been in the league a lot and he's seen people, blah, blah, blah. Mm-mm, no, son. No. He was like super passionate. He was like, no, you got to let Thea go. Like Thea, like Mr. I will give my life for my like daughter. Roz Gotta let, let her die. League members go take a dip in the pit. Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> but no, Malcolm had put somebody in the pit, saw what it did to them, freaked out, was all like, okay, Ninth Circle, you deal with this 
crazy bag of psychos right here. Well, <laughs> okay. Son. Okay, okay, okay. And also, because everyone's like, well, he wouldn't go back to Nanda Parbat because Ra's al Ghul was hunting for him. Yeah, but what happened was then he gives Thea all of these locations of other Lazarus pits yes, to find. Yes, yes, so yes, he yes, knew yes. of other locations. So he didn't yes. have to go back to Nanda Parbat yes. to get a dip in the pool. Yes. So they have set this all up. It's all the just doors been little, were all open. Little nuggets <laughs> they've just been waiting to pick up, and it's on. It's on. Evil. These Tommy. nuggets have been spread all, all season every season. Because like, like no, you, like right. season one, like, season two, season three. Yeah, season there's four. always like, been a Tommy nugget that they've just kind of like they've they've taken the break. But then also like they've brought Tommy back a couple times. Like then we had evil Prometheus Tommy, which is I feel like was basically. The writer saying, "We're sorry we couldn't get Colin wink, to play wink, Prometheus, nudge, but nudge. we're going to give him to you in the crossover." I'm like, okay. "What?" And it was also them recognizing, you know what? Tommy is a bad guy. Could Definitely happen. Works. Could happen. Definitely works. Could work. And it did work, and it was beautiful. Right. And then you had Tommy as Green Arrow in the court case, which is just that was just. Uh, I uh, mean, <laughs> I am all for situations in which we put Colin Donnell in leather. What are those situations? Let's make a list. And then we should make it his contractual obligation to check those items off. God. I have thoughts on leather. I wish Listen, if anyone no. would like to see Somebody hear today said and it was it was it was kind of funny because I just I've been all day rather unapologetic in my Tommy love. Um yeah, listen, if you don't care about Tommy, that's fine. But you ain't going to be interested in what we got to say. Because <laughs> we are. <laughs> listen, I know. And I know I told some people that were like, we're not into Tommy. And I'm like, you that's know, okay. that's fair. That's valid. I don't care. You can not be into Tommy. And they're like, that's thank you for saying so. And I'm like, absolutely. But at the same time, I don't want people coming to me and being like, you can't be into Tommy. Don't pee in my so, Cheerios, man. Don't pee in my Cheerios. I did actually use that. Did phrase. you don't use it? My, <laughs> Excellent. Did. Don't pee just in my Cheerios. Me, just let me have my fun. So, so somebody, I'm not going to do her at because she's a lovely person. Mm -hmm. um, she just said, you know, she basically was saying, like, why are people wanting to see Tommy again? I don't get it. You know, he wasn't he wasn't that great the first oh gosh, time. I have so many thoughts. So much time has happened. On the and why. So Wait a minute. My, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. He wasn't that great beforehand? Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of what people no, say. Anyway, listen, listen. Okay. <laughs> so my my reply was, was rather short and to the point. Okay. Because my love for Tommy knows no rhyme or reason. Okay. Right. Like, I don't need to list a bunch of reasons why I love Tommy and want him back. I just love him. And I want him back. And she says, I don't get it. And I said, it's okay. Some things are meant to remain mysteries. And so she says, devil's advocate, he's only interesting because he died ages ago. So he has nostalgia factor, but the actual character was pretty dull. And so I said, I don't what? like that. Okay, but no, listen, she's okay. a nice person. Don't get okay. mad. And I told I'm not her, mad. I'm just like uh, I know, I know. I don't agree. And so, <laughs> and so I just replied, I don't mind if you think that. Like, I don't care. If people right. are are upset about Not Tommy, or don't care about Tommy, right. hate Tommy, y'all can do whatever you want. But at the same time, if he's actually coming back, you're going to hear noises coming out of my mouth. Large, <laughs> Nobody, very loud like, ones. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be real. Here's my thing. And I love myself. Like, everyone's funny. like, oh, he wasn't really that interesting of a character beforehand. I really disagree with that. I very much feel disagree. like Tommy was one of the really great 
um, human connections Oliver had in season one. Season one, Arrow was kind of a mess relationship-wise. It really was. It was really... Thea is incredibly unlikable in season one. Very, Moira very. is pretty evil um, and a liar. And we know <laughs> she was in on the plot to kill Robert Queen from the pilot, so you're immediately distrustful of her. Oh, God, yeah. You're um, like, what? She had her son kidnapped? What? Right. He has Diggle, <laughs> which, yeah, Diggle. I, sometimes I feel like this anti-Tommy thing is, like, overprotective Diggle stuff. Like, no, Diggle's his brother. He well, doesn't and need he, here's, it's like, okay, here's where well. I sit on that, is that, hey, Tommy has two really awesome friends, because Oliver deserves to have two really awesome right. friends. And why would we want to limit that? Right. Well, it's like we're not limiting. They're two different kinds of guys. Exactly. It's fine. Right. They can both so, be there. To <laughs> me, Tommy was really one of those. He was the Felicity before Felicity. It was like yeah. you needed a funny man against Stephen's um, serious. And Stephen was like, Oliver was super serious in season one. So he offered a lot of like comic relief, I would agree, but he also offered a great deal of heart and that he really was one of these last connective pieces to Oliver's um, old life, to the to his childhood, a piece of yeah. his innocence. And I think what's really most important is in a, in a, Oliver in all his life was a fairly shitty human being, but this particular friendship was on the up and up. He was loyal to Tommy, even when they were both douchebags. <laughs> they were loyal to each other. You know what I mean? Like so loyal that Tommy went all the way to Hong Kong, right? To try to find like him. them. Th- you know, they were ride or die. So I feel like a lot of a lot of Oliver's grief with Tommy is that he really. A lot of Oliver is like he can't. He couldn't protect Tommy. A lot of that, and that goes to yeah. a lot of the people who have died. But Tommy's death was so effing heroic, like yeah. next level. And Tommy, Oliver didn't feel he deserved. Right. Tommy Tommy's was friendship. the hero in season you know? one. Like yep. that's the thing that well, as we're watching, Oliver obviously is a great hero and has been saving. But in that final moment. Tommy has, you know, he's saving Laurel and you think it's going to be Oliver who pulls the brick off of her, but it's Tommy and he's absolutely everything he thought he could never be. Tommy is always like, once he found out that Oliver's the arrow or the hood, he's like, well, obviously Laurel's going to pick you because she's, you know, whatever. So, but in that moment, Tommy really is the hero and you're like, nope. He really, all season long, if you're going to talk about love triangles and who deserved to, to get the girl, it, it was, was really Tommy. Tommy. Because Tommy was always on, Tommy was honest with Laurel. He really did try to be a better man and he wasn't lying to her and he wasn't, you know, he hasn't slept with her sister. I always thought that was a real bonus that point. Bonus point. <laughs> Here's another thing. I'll take it another step further about the final episode of season one. This episode title was Sacrifice and we're all set up to be like what's Oliver's sacrifice and even Merlin did this you know Oliver what are you willing to sacrifice to kill me you know right oh I'll stab myself through with an arrow so I can get you too like no Mm-mm. that wasn't the sacrifice mm-hmm. the show's title was talking about it was talking about Thomas Merlin mm-hmm. Tommy sacrificed his life to save Laurel he was the hero Oliver failed Oliver absolutely failed because he didn't kill Merlin. He didn't stop the undertaking. His mom went to prison. He lost the girl. Like, 
everything went to shit. The hero, the sacrifice, the the shining beam was on Tommy. Well, and I also think, too, Oliver felt very confident that the sacrifice would be his life. He's like, well, I'm willing yeah. to throw my life on the line. What Oliver was not prepared for was that he might have to sacrifice people he loved in this war. Right. That there would be um, collateral damage. There would be blood, he wasn't prepared blood debt for that. to be paid. Right. So there's like a blood debt out there. And they've left this. What would be fairly spectacular, I think. Because, like, do I care about Emiko? Yeah, you know, guys, nah, I don't like really. it's not She's enough introduced way too late for us way to too late in the now. game. They put <laughs> way too much. Look, she's a carbon copy of Oliver. Essentially, Emiko is Prometheus round two in the sense that, you know, Oliver got all the best of Robert Queen. And so maybe he would have turned out like Emiko if he got all the worst, whatever. It's like it's basically, you know, my issue with season five, because with Prometheus, he ended up being such a great bad guy. I was like, oh, shit, where do you go from here? Because you just basically had the mirror image. You had the flip of what Oliver would have become without Felicity and Diggle. Right. It's like, oh, that was really good. I don't know how you stop that. And really, honestly, they haven't. They haven't. It hasn't been good. And I'm not even saying they've topped it yet with Emiko. So they've introduced this whole ninth circle, this whole familial thing, which is, is, is a good way to go. Villains, I think, are stronger when you tie it back to Robert Queen. Well, um, and when you make it really personal and to make Oliver's it really pers- origin story. Right, to his origin story. So I've, they've done that with Emiko, but it's like they've introduced her so late in the game. I'm like, eh. And I'm sorry. I'm not connecting with the actress there is, like, some wooden acting going on here. She needs to, like, we got to throw a spark in there somewhere, but, like. I'm a little bit more kind towards it, but at the same time, it's like, no, nah, I don't hate it, but I, I don't wasn't, love like, it. as like, harsh on excited. her until yeah. last episode. I was like, <laughs> You're like okay, no. what's going on? Like, I don't know if he was just having an off week. I don't know. I think it was the director. It could have been. There was some weird, that whole fight, that whole fight was just was weird. weird. Anyways, yeah. so <laughs> what I love is if they introduce, let's just say Merlin. Let's just say, we don't even know if Merlin resurrected him. Maybe the Ninth Circle just resurrected Tommy. I don't know. Who knows? I Who think knows Merlin what the hell? Did. Whatever. Anyways, Ninth Circle has Tommy and he's all evil. Like, that makes... <laughs> Emiko and the Ninth Circle immediately more interesting. <laughs> like it oh, solves like the five hundred. Like, I don't really care. I'm not invested. Oh, you've got evil Tommy. Super invested. Like, all of a sudden, I'm starting to understand why Stephen took the picture of his arm with the hairs all risen. Right, on it. game on. I'm like, on. Okay. I'm like yeah, I let's do now. it. Let's do it. I get it now. I know. Yes. Okay, so I'm excited. I'm ex- and this. I feel like they might be leaking some of these pictures with Colin to get fans excited because, like. They have nobody to know has some been. basic level that nobody gives a shit about this new yeah. rando sister. Like every everybody's like, we just want Thea. Can you just bring Thea back? <laughs> we just want Thea. Make Thea evil. That would be interesting. <laughs> Where's Thea? <laughs> Thea. Did we do this in Thea? Like you can literally, those are like half my tweets. Did we do this already? I think we did this in season three. Oh, new scene. Oh, we did this scene in season four. Like, I literally came to the conclusion last night, yeah, it's probably time for the show to be done. <laughs> like, broad stroke-wise, I'm not feeling a lot of fresh ideas coming out of the gate. <laughs> 
So yeah, it's totally cool if you're not excited about Tommy, but I'm excited about Tommy, and Kelly's excited yeah, about Tommy. Yeah, you're gonna have to put up with and this I being excited. And I literally wrote an entire <laughs> fic based on evil Tommy coming back from the Lazarus pit, and he's crazy with the rage. Like, how do you tie up Oliver's journey the best, if not him having to confront what his best friend is has become? Like, it's actually yeah. worse that Tommy... It might actually be worse for Oliver than Tommy being dead. Oh, yeah. If Tommy is, because... like, evil assassin guy. Because, like, now he's, like, a shell of the man he was, and Oliver will feel responsibility for that. Like, you want to talk about how he's felt like he needs to rehabilitate Laurel in past seasons. Right. This season, he doesn't care. Right. Why he wants to rehabilitate Emiko now. It's like, sure, okay, yeah, sure, okay. But you get him in front of evil Tommy, and it's going to be like, oh, my God, I need to save this man's soul. Well, and it's the whole the whole season theme, isn't it, redemption? So yeah. isn't that yeah. redemptive yeah. from his yeah. failing in season one, that he yeah. was not the hero that he needed yeah. to be to stop the city? But now yep. he is. Yep. Because mm-hmm. he's Jesus. Yeah. Jesus saves. Sacrifice. A whole. Full. And like, <sighs> I am such a whore for full circle. I will slut myself out for full circle. <laughs> oh my God. I am. You can sell me on any of that. I'm like, yes, please. May I have another? Yeah. Lady I feel like it's it. really all starting to tie Feeling back in. Feeling is really important to me. And I, like, I'm like, it's, oh, it's okay. Stuff. Like, I was immediately on board with Emiko at a certain level because she had a scene with Robert Queen. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Okay, right, she cool. talked to Robert Queen. It's awesome. That's yeah, fine. Sure. Totally, just totally filling in the backstory here. It works for me. <laughs> but we weren't excited. We weren't excited. No. Until and I feel Tommy. like they made Robert Queen a little too douchey. Super douchey. Like, I feel... I don't know. I mean, I guess he was douchey. He was a murderer. But, like, it was accidental murder. Which then I mean, led to planned he was murder. A good guy, but I still ish. felt like he was this honorable yeah. guy who was, like, trying to do the right thing. Right. But, like, with Emiko, he's just such a dick. <laughs> yes. Like, like, and not even oh. just a dick, but, like, a misogynistic dick. Yes. It's like, oh, I oh. have a daughter. She has a vagina. Therefore, you can't run the company. Like, what why do even I are have, you right now? Why do I have a feeling that Me Too would have come down hard <laughs> so on Robert much. Queen? <laughs> Me Too like, on Robert oh Queen. God. <laughs> like, oh. And Amigo's like, oh, but I actually give a shit about math and numbers in school. And your son's, like, whoring himself through Star City. Nope. It's Oliver's company. The son I claimed. That's the child I claimed. Can't talk about you. It's like, what? And like, I guess the argument was because Moira would have taken the company and the kids. He was either racist or sexist or classist. But I think there was, was right at least a combination of all three. At <laughs> least one of those, if not all three. And it just makes him the worst. And I'm like, I just feel like. Worst. Like, he's just so bad. Like, I feel like they yeah. just took it a step too far to sell this. Too they far. had to kind of, like, destroy Robert Queen to, yeah, like, make did. this Amico wow. thing happen. And I feel like she's not worth it yeah. <laughs> at this point <laughs> in the game <laughs> to destroy my Robert. So I feel yeah. like I'm just going to, like, delete it. Like, <laughs> like it's like it didn't happen. Okay. Like, she's just forget evil. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't need a reason. Like, sometimes people are just evil. They're sociopaths. So let's just say she's a sociopath. No. I mean, you have to have some basic she level of sociopathy reasons. to, like, be like, oh, my dad's going to yeah. die by bomb. So I'm okay with it. I'm fine. Like, 
Is that the same as him not wanting to launch your new company? I don't really. Is that think okay? So. <laughs> but murder <laughs> really? when he didn't no. go for your pitch. Sure. Feels like a gross overreaction. Feels you know? like a little okay. bit. Okay. I love how Arrow just tosses things out <laughs> like these are equal and measured yeah. responses. No. no, honey, that's a bad idea. It's like it's like the whole. I feel like this is the whole problem. Season six when it came to the newbies, like they were walking oh, around God. thinking, "Oh, the newbies' reactions to these no. situation is totally calm, reasoned, no. and measured," as is original OTA and I'm genuinely curious what show they were watching in season six because there was a no planet in which the newbies did not look like spoiled selfish narcissistic twats you know at every turn literally at every turn I mean and OTA, like, apologized, like, eight times. And they're like, well, oh, you know, know, the arguments are equal. Everyone has their point. You're like, wait, this is like when you guys argued, like, Oliver. <laughs> like, it was totally reasonable for Oliver to lie to Felicity. Like, no. No. <laughs> These are the things you do to make storylines happen. And then you, like, try to argue to us that it makes sense. Oh, season but then six was so much Doesn't make any character. sense. Season six uh. was, like... And I remember Yikes. when Mark pitched that storyline to me at Comic-Con and I was being, I was really excited about it because I was like, oh, this could be totally awesome because I was like, oh, we're going to get lots of OTA and it's going to be awesome. And it, but like, I never anticipated they, the newbies would be that awful. <laughs> <sighs> like so bad. much awful. And it's genuinely one of those times where I just want to be like, can we talk about what things said on the page? Like you were <laughs> typing it on your computer. You thought this is a good thing. And you thought this is going to work. <laughs> this is the thing that's going to happen and they're going to like it. And look at all the fair. Look at all the fair I'm typing. Everything's fair and equal. Both arguments are valid. And then you give it to the actor and then it puts on screen. Like, I would like to talk about those processes. <laughs> and at what point did you have your head up your ass? <laughs> because that was season six. On many I mean, levels. And then, like, they turn around and they write Elicity, Fla Elicity was flawless that season. It's like, okay. I know. How hard could like, we really Like, I know complain? they can do stuff right. <laughs> they can. So why do they do wrong? Why don't, don't they listen? Know. I don't know. Anyways, here's my story. And this is where Cal and I are coming down. Okay. That if the Ninth Circle has any kind of involvement with Tommy and bringing Tommy back into our lives, I think I like them. Yeah. I think I'm okay Listen, with the Ninth Circle. I'm fine with anything that brings like, Tommy Merlin okay, back to the show. Like, okay, sure. They want to nuke a couple cities. Sure. Which, yeah. I see Let's that's that. probably not a good goal. And they need Sounds to, like, like rethink, like, broad terms, broadly speaking, their, you their know, goals in life. But also, can I, Tommy's can I, can, working for them, even if he's evil. That's, I mean, that's a good goal. Can I, can I bring up something else? Yes. Thank you. So, the future is basically reverse undertaking. Right. I think you've said this before. Say it again. Cause I, the I future is reverse <laughs> undertaking. Fashion <laughs> <laughs> uh, operation we got here going, guys. <laughs> 
trying to make sure that you're staying with us. Because we're moving so quick. With lightning speed thoughts. Oh, God. No, but seriously. (laughs) The undertaking was about ripping up the glades so that they could just pave over it and make it nice and pretty like the rest of Star City. Whereas in the future, you have the glades is nice and pretty and they want to blow up Star City so that they can make it all as nice as the glades. Right. So it's a reverse undertaking. So. Full circle. How perfect is it to have Tommy. Be evil. Involved in that. Like you have to have it. You must have it. And isn't Chicago like, okay, Med. Isn't okay, Chicago listen. Med done filming? It could be. I don't care. Okay. Listen. Listen to this. Okay. <laughs> I know the guy in charge of Galaxy One. I had said, hey, maybe he's Dante's kid. Yes. What if he's Tommy's kid? No. Yes! I have issues with Tommy procreating without my knowledge. Listen, I'm That's saying... That's not a... Like, no. I need I, to know the girl. I need to know... And no. Or, listen, like, other listen, situations. Listen, listen, I don't listen, know. Listen. No. William hit on him and it's too... <gasps> oh, my God, you're right. I want it. <laughs> like, Oliver and Tommy having each a gay son and then they get married and then... Diggle has a boy, a heterosexual boy, and then Oliver has this heterosexual girl, and then they get married and make the babies. <gasps> All of the things that need to happen are happening like, in listen, my hands as I point this, my fingers at them and say, you must happen. I'm just saying, if this is does not become part of the canon story, then now somebody there are should write to be born. fan fiction. Dirty, dirty fix of Tommy's son saying. and Oliver's son. Getting down and dirty. Mm-hmm. So we are talking that about that. We need world. to come up with a good love interest for William. What? Tommy's son isn't good enough for you? But he's evil. I know, but so is Tommy. So. But Tommy's going to get better. That's no, a part of it. Maybe yes. his son could get better too. We're going to like re him with the magic <laughs> lotus flower Maybe. or whatever the fuck they used on Thea. Maybe we could, we could, William could cure... Oh, what is his name? I forgot his name. Which one? There's a lot of them. No, the the Galaxy One guy. What's his name? Kevin? Oh, oh I know what Kevin? you're talking about. Dale. I f- Kevin Dale. I know. Is it Kevin? It's Kevin. I feel like it's Kevin. Yeah, it's yeah. Kevin. Kevin and William. Do you think Tommy would name his son Kevin? I feel like there sure. maybe need. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, it's a bit random, I think he like would. Lucas. No, like, I think it's fine. Lucas. I don't know. Where did that come from? Listen, I love how okay. I'm like. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! While we're on Lucas, yes. I'm in favor of Lucas. Here's what I'm not in favor of. I'm not in favor of Lucas's middle name being Thomas. Well, it's a little interesting, don't you think, that there was no, no I'm references <laughs> of any kind in the male selections to a Thomas. Right? No, like, there wasn't. What was that here's about? My thing. What was you that about? Do, you can't do Lucas Thomas because Tommy's say it alive. Loud. No, I'm saying the two names don't fit together. Well, I know. Thomas, but that's why Lucas, deep Lucas, six Lucas Thomas, do Thomas. No, it should have been Robert Thomas or Thomas Robert. Well, obviously, like that's but just they're not doing that. She's all like Lucas, and I'm like, what? okay, but not I like Thomas how I was like, is the oh, middle name. I literally mm-hmm. said to myself. Sorry. It's oh whatever you want to name him Felicity it's fine it's not going to be a boy no it's going to be a boy whatever you find then she says Lucas and I'm like what no what? no <laughs> let this be a lesson.
lesson to you non-pregnant friends out there who have yet to procreate your little human Your spawn. friends will be judgmental about your name choice. Everybody's going to have an opinion about your name I don't like Colin, Jen. Listen. See? See? But what would happen if I slapped the name on a birth certificate and Callie's looking at my new baby Colin? Like, okay, You'd be like, oh, it's beautiful. fine. Yeah. No one gives a shit about the name after don't it's on the birth them, certificate. You don't pop tell out the them kid. Before the hand. You don't keep your names hand. a secret. Listen. You keep them a, a secret. Story. And then you pop here's out the kid. Story. You document it legally. Listen. And then nobody can say anything. Listen. Yeah. When I was pregnant with my first. Right. We were going to name him Austin. That's nice. We had See how very much more good... supportive I am of, of your baby names than you are okay, of my baby you. names? Whatever. Stop. <laughs> Anyhow, my point is we had very good familiar reasons for picking the name Austin. Right. Okay. Right. Everything was go- going great. We were going to name this kid Austin. You know what my parents started doing? What? They started referring to this unborn child as Oscar. Oh, don't be dicks. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. We can't. Always assholes. Like, there's always like, oh, here comes Callie's mother being a dick. Like, that's just we, for the we can't. We can't have that. No. So his name was then Harrison. Do you know want to know why but I know this lesson? Oscar. Do you want to know why I know For this? serious? Oscar? I, yeah. Do you want to know why mm. I know this lesson about baby names? Yikes. Don't tell people your baby names. Don't tell people your baby names. Because my parents had three girls and they had one boy name. One boy name they could agree (laughs) on. And it was Michael. I had one girl name. And I I think my dad, like they were talking (laughs) boy and they said said that they liked the name Michael. So my dad's brother, who is a total dick uh, his entire life. So this is par for the course. uh, Called Collect. Oh, no. Collect at like oh, two no. o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. To tell them that his son was born and he named him Michael. Fuck you. That's just me. Yeah. And he stole my dad's Easter bucket when they were a kid. My kids like he like he went all of Lent without having any candy. And then they got their Easter. And my dad was dirt poor. Like like he had two shirts and sometimes he would like go over to the neighboring farm and eat their watermelons because he was starving. So like the fact that he, this is probably one random year that they might've had money and he got like an Easter bunny basket. And one of his dick brothers stole it and ate all of it. (gasps) Oh no. Like this is devastating. So literally he is still devastated by this. The man in his (laughs) seventies and we still get him an Easter basket every year with Yeah, you damn well better. Because what the fuck is that? Like literally it's a rule. I know. Whoever is hosting Easter also has to get dad. It's Easter yes. candy because it's just. Like I might send okay. him one. I know. Is that like that the most that? horrible story? Oh my God. I know. Oh, Jen, that's. I terrible. know. And this is like on top of like you know he went oh. to war and he almost died like eight oh times. And I know my dad. Like if you ever hear like I told I was telling my nephew a few of my dad's stories and he's like your dad is like a for real remarkable heroic like life story i was like my dad's the shit he's been through some real stuff y'all you, know, you gotta make a movie about <laughs> him. i should make a movie about him because it's really yes you should and like my parents have this whole like across atlantic like 
writing Do lover it, letters like love Do story it, kind of thing fictionalize it write it publish it you'll be a it's sensation like the sh- it's the yes like it's wild the, the stuff that yeah yeah anyways that's the story of the Easter <laughs> that's why you don't tell people your baby you don't names. tell people your baby names never never do it listen i used to like i used to like so many goddamn stupid names and my mom would sit there and just rip them all apart oh and so well are we shocked though no, we're not did, shocked. Did but I did I share my baby names with my mother-in-law? No, because no, I yeah, that's, wasn't crazy. But she's your mother-in-law. This is my mother. I know, but like their <laughs> level of crazy matches. Like they need it to go have like lunch it's, it's similar, and then talk yeah. about their crazy. No, let's not get them together, no. please. But um, <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> when I was pregnant with Harry and we went to the movie theater on premiere night to see a brand new movie that was just out called The Mummy. Mm. And I walked out of there and I was like, you know, I really like the name Evelyn. That's such a cute name. I like name, the name Evie. Evie Evelyn, the Evie. I love that. I like, love that uh... name. I held on to that name for years. For years and years. That was always going to be my girl's name. And I got to use it. It was like really important to me that my daughter have my mother's middle name. So we worked backwards. Aww. How sweet. Well, and I got to tell you, I got to be honest with you. There was one situation where I probably should have been alerted a little bit more that my sister's husband was probably not the greatest guy because when she was pregnant with her second, like it was like she was literally due in like three weeks and like her name was Claire. Like that was the name. Like we we're like, she's yeah. going to be Claire. And like I was on the phone with her and she's like, oh, and she's like whispering. She's like, oh, I think I might have another baby name. And I'm like, she's like, but I don't know if I, right. I'm like, why are you whispering? I was like, well, just tell it to me. She's like, I can't. I was like, that's, uh, that's not a thing. <laughs> it's like, what? me and my sisters are all like really close. And like my husband like doesn't touch that. Like, <laughs> it's just like. Smart man. Right. Like she's like, oh, her husband didn't want her to. And I was like, that's not, that doesn't. That's that's not how that works in our family. That's that's not a thing. <laughs> no, over like here. I get to tell my mom whatever the hell I want, and my sisters and my husband just like deals that's with just it. How it that's is. like he yeah. like he doesn't touch that with ten foot pole. Like he knew that no. was the situation when he that. got married to me, and he legally agreed to it on December thirtieth, two thousand five. So I want to hear about it now. <laughs> I love your I love your anniversary. You know what I'm I mean? So I know. Yeah. Like great. Anyway, so yeah. I said, well, you're gonna tell me because like she really wanted to tell me because she wasn't she was a little worried it was too funky and I was like, no, you're gonna tell me like right the hell now. So she went into the bathroom, locked the door, and then typed it what? to me over uh instant messenger. What? And it was super cute. And I was like, okay, that's her name. She's like, right? And I was like, this is weird. It was like one of those moments where I was like, this is weird. I'm a little concerned. Why is this like this? Right. I was like, this doesn't feel like a a normal, appropriate situation. (laughs) But it's like you can't like get in people's faces about their marriages. Like it's like. So flash forward like five years later and I'm like, oh, he's an actual (laughs) sociopath. Cool. Good to know. So. Guess that hunch was on. Starts was on making all the sense. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, narcissist. Wow. Awesome. Okay. Clinical. It. Excellent. It. Yeah. Check it off all the cool. boxes. Absolute wow. lunatic. Cool. Makes sense. <laughs> God damn. But like for real though, it was don't a thing. Tell people don't your tell baby people your babies unless it's your sister or your mother, and then you can tell them whatever the fuck you want. And you tell your husband to shove it. So like, listen, Felicity. <laughs> 
I'm not going to like Lucas. I'll put up with Lucas, but do not make the middle name Thomas or I will literally like. But I feel like everyone, because like when everyone was like, oh, what's, you know, if Oliver and Felicity, what are, what are the baby names? And Mark was like, well, obviously if it's a girl, it's going to be Moira. And then when you and I were like, okay, her name's Moira. I'm like, that's insane. I'm like, no, it's Mia is a nickname for Moira. And like, nobody would listen. And then what did it end up being? It's a nickname for Moira. Thank you. So I thought it was a little weird. That as we're tossing out boys' names, like, we're just picking Lucas, which has, like, no... Well, I feel like at one point somebody had messaged Mark and said Thomas would make a really good boy name, and he agreed. Right! So. Like, I feel like he at one <laughs> point like in this... Co- like, we have been talking about this baby with him for a real fucking long time. Yeah, this has been Season a topic three, folks. for a very long time on Tumblr, <laughs> yes. on Twitter, in private messages. I feel at some point the name Thomas Robert or Robert Thomas got kicked to the executive but producer. Listen, and he Tommy was like, evil. that's a pretty Robert's great name. Robert's a douche. So right, that's what I'm saying. Lucas. It's like it's weird. <laughs> I'm just saying this is like going towards the Tommy evidence that he is alive because Felicity is, is all alive. like, "Oh, let's not name him after the best friend that you know helped you become a hero. Or- let's just name him after I like Lucas." It's like, wait, really? Okay. And Oliver's like, "Sure, oh, hey, yes, I baby." Love that name. I'm like, "Let's pick the girl name that's steeped in meaning, but not the boy name." Okay. <laughs> I see you, Arrow. I see you. I see your your process of evasion, and it won't work. <laughs> Not with us. We had eagle eyes here. We're on top of this to the end. True story. So we should have known then that Tommy was alive because Felicity didn't say Robert Thomas or Thomas Robert. Yeah, it's true. Like, and wouldn't that have been like such an emotional moment? Like, if you want to make... Like, I honestly, think we were all expecting it, and then when she said Lucas, we were, were all like, like, what the oh. fuck? That was literally my response. I was like, it's okay, name. Oh. I was like, okay, name whatever you want, baby girl. It's all you. You go for the boy. And then she Lucas. doesn't say Thomas. I'm like, what the fuck is right. wrong with you? What, what meds are you on? I love you. No. Honestly, what are That's you even doing? That's the wrong doing? answer. Wrong answer. <laughs> I still love you, my cupcake, but wrong answer. Like, can you so just anyhow. imagine if she just said, oh, I think we should name it Tommy. So anyhow. And Oliver would have just cried. Tommy is alive. So Tommy's alive. And he's going to be alive in the future. Now, are right. we going to see him in the present and the future no. or just the future? Just the future. Because, like, if they show him in the You're present. Sure here's my situation okay. with this present time storyline. <laughs> I'm feel... starting to like the future so much oh my more. God, I got a message. I got a message in my inbox. I'm like, like, I can't Fuck believe. The I know. I was like, there's what they said. I can't believe I'm actually writing you this, but I missed the flash forwards. What the fuck, Jen? I'm like, oh pendulum. no! Pendulum! Pendulum! So me right now, Anon! Pendulum! Pendulum! Love. Like the flash forwards are delightful little pieces of gun drops and the present day is just trash. I want to burn it. Fuck this shit. Literally the only thing saving the present is Felicity being pregnant and Oliver being just like, like sometimes Emily will put her hand on her tummy. Ever. Like I know, and everybody just goes, and I'm like, oh my god, 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 oh my god. Like, literally, the only good thing about the present. Everything else, Like, she it. touches Oliver, and she touches her Tommy, and I'm like, oh. Tommy? Did you just say Tommy? I said Tommy, but it sounded I know, like Tommy. I know, but it's a, it did. you know what? They sound the same. Tommy! Tommy's in her tummy. Tommy back. <laughs> tummy back so bad. Listen, 
I want tummy. But I, they've been real focused on giving us fan fiction <laughs> scenes, so I feel like that's a reasonable explanation as to why the I name was Lucas and not Tommy. Because feel Tommy's like not dead. Beth wants to give us everything. You know what that they're doing? Want. You know what they're doing? <laughs> so they're trying they're to tummy. avoid a Sarah situation. Because remember with Diggle, like Sarah oh. became Sarah, and then Sarah came <laughs> and back then to they life. Had and to it was, erase and Sarah. Sarah's like, okay, that's kind of <laughs> awkward. Me and Diggle barely spoke, but go off, I guess. And like, oh, we're gonna name her Sarah, even though we barely had any relationship. I remember when I first heard <laughs> and then they, and their solution that was just going, erasing her yeah. <laughs> from the time. I remember when I first heard that they were, you know, doing the flashpoint thing and replacing the sun. I was like, oh, well, okay, that makes sense because they brought back sarah like literally i remember thinking not that it's not enraging that they got rid of baby sarah because baby sarah was absolutely fantastic and did not deserve to be erased hello but at the same time i was like oh well i, I can think arrow ease now i know how these stupid writers no, think I know. by I, now I and i was just like yeah that makes it sense. It's just like, oh, sure. a fancy, quick, oh, this is a fun yeah. solution for how JJ no, ends up. it's in not the, a fun solution. It's a terrible it's solution. It's a horrible solution and Barry is a baby murderer. Please. It, as soon as anyone wants to point to, you know, this whole <laughs> Oliver being worse than Barry, if anyone would like to point to the babies that Oliver has murdered, Please. I will be more than happy <laughs> to agree with that statement. But right. the last time I checked, Oliver didn't murder any babies and Barry did. By the way, what the mm. fuck is going on with the Flash? I have no idea. Okay, so it. Carlos is apparently <laughs> leaving, and now I hear he? there's a okay. rumor Danielle's leaving. That maybe Danielle got I fired. Heard... Yeah, I heard. The Are same we just rumor, bleeding actually. main I cast did. members? Is this what's happening? I heard that. It's gonna be I heard... Barry Iris and the Gumby guy. I heard that the um the old dude is leaving too. Who? What's his name? Shit. Oh, Rent, dude, Papa. What's his name? No. Oh. No. The Joe? Wells guy. Oh, the guy who plays um, Eben, 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 Thawne, the bad guy? Who's yeah, the old guy? I'm not sure. <laughs> We're all fairly middle-aged. <laughs> the Wells guy. Oh, Wells. The guy that's oh. like a different guy The hell with season. him. He's played like 8,000 different roles. I don't even keep, like, whatever. <laughs> I don't even blink. But I heard that him. he might be going, too. Well, yeah. I think all their five-year contracts are up, so... <laughs> Things they're are like, bye, things see are not getting re-signed. It's like they're bleeding so, characters. All those Flash fans that were gloating and dancing about Arrow ending. Yeah, we were bleeding cast members at season five. This is like a bloodletting. I'm sorry, but it is. This is like, I don't even know what's happening. Did we not hold on to our core characters? I mean, is that fair? Can we compare... Oliver to those yeah, three because I feel like that's sure. the way it really started. Yeah, I feel like it started it being it started. Barry Iris or they Barry, are Team Caitlin Flash and, to, right. versus OTA. And I feel like yeah. Team Flash really didn't include Iris in the beginning. It and didn't. Iris was in Laurel Lanceville for a lot of season one. She was. And I, I, two. one of my <laughs> biggest frustrations is when they incorporated Iris into. Here's my thing. I think Iris is incredibly intelligent. And what drives me nuts about that show is they never let her just be a reporter. Like, do the reporter She's got to be involved in the whole thing. But that is thing. such an easy thing that you can tie. It's kind of like being a cop on Arrow. Like, you can very easily <laughs> tie reporting right. into bad guy crime solving. Like, that's not hard. And they would just never do it. I was like, okay, well, this feels 
Like, this is not that hard of a problem to solve. But then they also had, like, Iris. Then they, like, made her the team leader when Barry was in whatever fucking time zone that he twitted off to. Um, Twitted. And there was a scene I remember specifically where uh, Caitlin and um, Cisco. Cisco says to do something. And Iris disagrees with Cisco. And Cisco has, like, math and reason on his side. Like, actually has calculated distance. And, like, there's, like, scientific whatever backing him up. And Iris just says to Barry, I just believe it. Whatever. Her crazy plan. I just feel like it's right. And, of course, Barry listens to Iris. And I'm like, but do we have to do, like, this whole... Oh, my God. Like, Felicity serves a function more than just like iris gets on the phone with barry and says i believe in you barry and come home like do we need that every single time barry is in trouble i don't know i just feel like even the way that they were using iris on team flash like so poorly underutilized this wonderful character it just would drive me nuts I just want her to be running. Like, I just want the two family leads of these two shows to be running their own empires. What is so difficult about that? Why is that hard? <laughs> it's not hard. Felicity should have her own company and Iris should have her own newspaper. <laughs> well, maybe not her own newspaper. Well, whatever. She should own, be Lois like, Lane. Job. Like, isn't she the... Yeah. Fla- she's, like, she's Lois Lane on The Flash. So why aren't they letting her be Lois Lane? It certainly worked out with the crime fighting and the reporting thing for Lois Lane. So I don't understand why we can't make that happen for Iris. Of course, I haven't watched for like two years. I haven't watched years. in so long. Like, what long season time. are they on? I think they're on five. Okay. They're completing five. So I think I stopped watching in three. I, it's, been a, it's a good. The it's last good one minute. I watched was two o one. Yeah, that was. Wise. I watched two o one, and I was like, no. <laughs> Okay, so we talked about talking. No. You know what else we got to talk about? The description came out for seven. Oh, oh, eighteen. Oh. Yeah, and also, can I just say, I had a lot of people when I pointed out how bad <laughs> the seven seventeen episode description was. People were like, "I feel like this is actually the description for seven eighteen, given the promo we just saw. Maybe they just got them screwed up." And I was like, "No." They just fucked up the 717 no, one. Just and terrible... people would not let me have no, that. No, it was just a terrible episode description that they pulled out it of their ass. It was just terrible. Because the 718 episode description. Has nothing to do with has it. nothing to do with 717 <laughs> and actually sounds good. Like a cool episode. Yeah. I might be getting down with this. Yeah, Read I, it. I'm kind of like really like low-key excited. Maybe. I'm maybe like, like, like kind like of high-key. High key. Like yeah, working my I way think to high key. High key. Yeah, okay, I, uh, I gotta find it. Yeah, I gotta find it. I gotta find really it. Really good. It's really uh, good. A lot of Tommy. Oh, <laughs> there's a lot of Tommy. Cause Tommy, Tommy, my ah. love. <laughs> Listen, I swooned. W- why do we love Tommy? Because he's the puppy dog of Arrow. That's why we love him. Listen, he's the only one I've swooned over. Like legit. You swooned God, over Oliver at some point. No, no, I mean in person. Oh, like here's when I was at HBFF and here's Colin Donald and I'm like, <laughs> like I literally made that noise when I yeah. saw him. I was like, <laughs> I believe it. You know, listen, I, Colin Donald in person the only is like one on my, my God. list. I think he, yeah, he's the only one on my list 
that I have not met. If you can, do it. I know. He's fantastic. So then I don't, His eyes I don't literally give, sparkle. Listen, I don't want to give Steven sparkle. any more of my money. No, don't give Steven. He'll go to if some I other could, con. If you I could go find a way to unroute <laughs> it through HBFF, I would absolutely give Steven. Colin 50 bucks or whatever he charges. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, he'll go to something else. Okay. It'll so Lost he'll Canary. <laughs> After being a cute. Which I always thought was about Dinah, but apparently it's I about know, Siren. But it's Even not. though she was never a canary. I know. Like, okay. <laughs> whatever. whatever. Let's Details. go on. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> after being accused of murder, and I'm going to read this in my dramatic voice. After oh, yes, being do. accused of murder and having her criminal past exposed, Laurel, Ooh. Kate Cassidy, goes full black siren and teams up. With full black siren. Full black siren. <laughs> teams up with an old criminal acquaintance, Shadow Thief, dun, 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 dun. to go on a crime spree around Star City. While Dinah aims to bring Laurel in, Felicity refuses Felicity! refuses to give up to give up on her friend and tries everything to get through to her, evening even. Summoning Sarah Lance for help. <laughs> However, Laurel rebuffs all her efforts, forcing the formal friends to face off against each other. Dun dun dun! Game on! I mean, listen, y'all. I'm pretty jacked that about this. That is a solid fucking episode yeah, yeah, description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be, and it's going to be on at 9 o'clock, folks. Don't I forget. I might be low-key shipping. Laurel in love with Felicity. Not Felicity in love with totally. Laurel. I'm kind no, of no, hot no. for. I want it to be full on unrequited. unrequited. I want it to be Spike and Buffy yeah. in season five. Like she, I've really gotten into this whole. I really think she <laughs> might be in love with Felicity. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're right. And I just <laughs> love it so much. I don't. I don't know how it happened, but we got here, and I'm just, I'm just appreciating it for the gift. We're it just is. riding. We're on the train. There's no bombs on the train. The train is going. Okay. And we're just riding. I take off my bombs. <laughs> no bombs. No bombs. What the so hell? Sometimes you just need to let me have my dark and twisty analogies, but you don't like me to be dark and twisty. Stop it. Okay, there's rainbow bombs on the, on the, on the, on the, on the train. Sparkle glitter bombs. Glitter bombs. Ooh, I, smoke I really like glitter. Okay, I'm fine with glitter. Sparkles. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if this makes me a traitor. I don't know what. But they have got me invested in this whole world redemption thing. Listen, I don't you're know not why the only I am, one. but I am. I saw, I saw several people today. Who were just like, saw the episode description and were like, this sounds really kind of actually good. Like, I would be <laughs> far less interested in it, I feel, if Oliver was like, oh yeah, Laurel's but Oliver support counselor. Like, <laughs> I saw the perfect, let me see if I could find it but again, like, because Felicity I found a perfect is, tweet. Like, basically, Black Siren has been Felicity's project all season. It feels yeah. like a little bit like Archer. <laughs> like, she's been like her redemptive project all season. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like... The project Oliver's might be got failing. Emiko and yeah, Felicity's, Felicity's got, got Laurel. So I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. It matters to me. I, and yes, have they have they routed Laurel through Felicity to make me care? Yeah. Okay. It's the oldest there's trick a, in the Arrow playbook. I know. And I it know worked. And it worked. Listen, okay. <laughs> there's a there's a beautiful tweet on Twitter from MJW who is at MiraJane88. And I'm going to retweet it to the watch over Twitter so y'all can see it because it's funny as hell. Cool, cool. It says, Felicity, I'm going to try to save Laurel. I think there's good in her. 
Oliver, have fun, babe. Oh God, There's a chopped that. marathon on tonight, so I'm booked. <laughs> and I'm like, I totally love like that. That's so much accurate. I just, it's I'm still so- laughing. By the way, I'm sorry, you guys. I haven't even, I've barely started my seven seventeen review. It's been a week. It's been a week. <laughs> It'll get done. It's- I'm just not super motivated about this, and I'm super tired this week. Like, after, I've started back up at work, and I'm like, I'm so tired at night. Like I need to give my body time to like adjust or something. I don't know. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, anyways, so I apologize. It'll be up this weekend. Eventually, it'll be up this yes. weekend. We'll get it done. And there isn't any arrow on Monday. That's anyhow, some so of my thing. Is like, meh. Yeah. We don't got anything yeah. else to do. Yeah. They can wait. <laughs> they can wait. It's like three weeks. Totally. It's fine. Yeah, we'll drag it fine. out. Um, yeah. But no, I'm just very. I'm excited for it. I want to see this this showdown. I want to see what what's going Here's on. Here's what Laurel. I feel like, like is happening. Is They're giving deal. the Felicity and Laurel relationship the attention I wish it had when Laurel was well, alive. You know what they're doing? They're doing exactly what the Laurel fans wanted them to do with Laurel with Siren this season. But instead of Oliver being the one mm-hmm. to help her it's Felicity. Mm-hmm. They just changed the character that's that's 100% true. For her. 100% true. And I want to see them try to find a way to complain about like, this. I'm sorry. It's so obvious <laughs> to me that Stephen and Katie don't like each other because in these hate. scenes, it's like hate, hate, they hate. just hate each other. And Stephen, somebody retweeted that interview. He he told us. He told yes. us. It's not me. Yes. He's held, he told us to look for this. He said that. They're like, oh, someone asked him at a con, like, what, explain the chemistry, how that comes off so well with you and Emily and how that works. I'll, I'll, um. Are you going to loop it in? I'm, no, I'm going to do this the old fashioned way. Oh, are we going to like listen? We are going to do it. Okay. We're going to listen, but hold on a sec because I have to bring it up on my phone. Oh, wow. This is good. Because I can't play it on my laptop because I'm using my laptop to podcast. I don't feel as comfortable with this level of technology. (laughs) Do you really? You need to keep it at a basic level. Bridge too far for you, Jen. Too much. Can't handle it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Wait. Hold on. Let me bump up the volume. Yeah, I keep my volume on my phone pretty low. Okay, here we go. Um, first question is, like, you and the female characters on your show have, like, such chemistry, and I was wondering, like, how, like, you made that seem so real. Because we're friends. You know, I've been on television shows where uh, people don't like each other. And as a viewer, there's just something about the interaction even if these people are supposed to be deeply in love, there's going to be something missing. You might not know what it is. It's that the people don't like each other. You have to be friends because there are, you know, there are friendly and familiar things that you do when you're friendly with someone that come across on screen. And that is the tea. <laughs> that is the tea. He told us, with his own mouth. This was like sometime like in third season. Third season, yeah. He yeah. was getting real lippy about Katie <laughs> back then. Him, him and David both were just yeah, like, they, they knew she was going to get fired, I think. 
There was something cooking. He was getting real. I don't know if it was just he felt liberated that he could just talk about Felicity as a love interest officially and it, they were done with all the bad and he knew Laurel and Oliver were done. But, man, if you watch Steven's interviews from season one <laughs> and two and compare them to season three, and particularly in season four, whoo, gloves were off. I don't know what happened with those two. I don't really care, but they don't like each other. Because whenever they <laughs> get on screen, to ask. I, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like going on like that NT site. <laughs> what is that, Crazy Days and Nights? It's like, yes. You read a blind, and you're like, fuck, I wish I didn't read that. Because, like, now I know. <laughs> I can never unknow You can never that. unknow it. It really does ruin some movies no. and stuff. You're like, ooh, okay, never mind. It does. Um, Chris. Yeah, but, no, I think that's one of those situations where he's basically telling us, the reason why things feel off like with Katie other. on screen is because they're off uh, they're off off screen. It's like it's not good. They don't get along. And I've always felt that like whatever the scene is and what has worked with Oliver and Black Siren this year is he doesn't like her and she doesn't like him. They have like no the only thing they have in common is that they both like Felicity. Or actually they're both, they're in, both love. in love with Felicity. They're both in love with Felicity. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I am. I feel like Sarah and Nissa are like the top tier, like, uh, lesbian couple. But I got to put maybe Laurel's unrequited love for Felicity right underneath that. You know, Stay representation and all that. Good. So I like it. I'm fine with it. So, yeah, I just whenever they get into these fights, whenever they're like allowed to like, <laughs> like hate each other. I'm like, wow, that scene works. That's why season well, two was you such a refreshing was that 214 fight. Yes, it was. Like the it gloves were real. finally off with the tomb. And I was just like, whoa, this is good stuff. Like they just I went wanna, at each other. It was great. I want to mention in 717. Where she comes in looking for Felicity and she's like, oh, Felicity's not here. I'm going to go. And he's like, no, no, you can come talk to me. You know, like, and I feel like this was Felicity had told Oliver, like, right. Listen, be, be nice, nice to, to her. Don't just like turn around and walk it's out like of the room whenever she's thing. there. Yes. Like, if I'm not there, be nice to her in my stead. Right. So I feel like this was Oliver making an effort for his for his wife. Right. And to be nice, and hey, what's going on? And he recognized because they just had the big that, fight about Emiko. Yeah, and he recognized that there was something wrong with her arm, and he's like, "Oh, you got shot with an arrow, huh?" And he, she's like, "Oh yeah, no big deal. I'll take care of it." And he's like, "No, why don't we, why don't we clean you up right here?" And I could almost hear all the La River fans like gasp, like, oh, right, "He's so gonna touch her up!" He's gonna touch her. It was always super yeah. sexy whenever Felicity was patching all of her up, and, and she patched him up a lot. Yeah. So what happened was <laughs> instead of him actually patching, her, he's like, "Let's patch you up." He reaches in, he gets the iodine out, he gets the gauze, and he puts him down on the counter, and he pats he the gauze like, twice, it down on and the counter. steps back. <laughs> steps back like there you go patch up away you know like i was howling it was so (laughs) i'm like has a counter in between them as a blockade and he stepped back stepped away from the counter have at it cutie make sure you don't miss a spot (laughs) 
I'll just be over here not, not helping you in any physical <laughs> contact way oh, because God. it's like he acts like she has cooties or something. It's really like that. And then those idiots have the nerve to say, did you see that tension oh between God. them? Such sexual chemistry. And I'm like, are you people 12? Have you never actually like, seen sexual chemistry I before? I have really never seen a group of this group of people that's this delusional. <laughs> oh my Like, okay, God. you've seen the Vampire Diaries, okay? Do you agree uh, Stefan and Elena had chemistry? Sure. And do you agree that Damon and Elena have chemistry? Yes. Okay. I would agree that uh, Michael and Jane have chemistry, and I would agree that uh, Raphael and Jane have chemistry. Sure. Okay. Like, normally in these, let's, and Laurel, Oliver, and Felicity was never a love triangle, but let's just pretend Listen, it was. At Oliver least they and tried Sarah to, like, had chemistry. Right. It's like they tried, like, I would argue Oliver, Felicity, and Sarah was more of a love triangle than Oliver, Felicity, and Laurel ever was, but whatever. This is true. It's just, but when you think of other television shows and you think of other relationships in which there are triangle, I feel like it, that they at least at some point recognize that. Both sides have to have chemistry. I remember one of the only other times someone told me this because like, I can't remember a time where they deep six the plan A couple and brought in the, you know, you the got, new like, character. Right. And people, someone but... <laughs> listed um, Veronica Mars. And I never watched Veronica Mars, but I know Logan Eccles that she had another love interest. And then the chemistry between the actors, between the guy who played Logan Ackles, um, was so insane that they basically shipped that guy off. They were like, okay. It was very much an all, uh, Katie Cassidy, Stephen Amell. But even in that situation, I think that they had more chemistry than Stephen Amell and Katie Cassidy. Anybody like, it is, It was universally panned as awful by reviewers. You and I have more chemistry I, girl, than Girl, <laughs> damn right we do. <laughs> It's like, what are you Everybody even talking does. about? Like, it's it was you, and they are like, oh, chemistry subjective, blah blah blah. It's no, not that not to that level. <laughs> like, it's subjective to a point. Yeah, but then, but like, not that like, level. The actual like, no. existence of it needs to be acknowledged by all parties. You know, when it's really yeah. like, we're no. like, wow, this is a train wreck. I don't know what like, to tell them. I just, it's so, they're just so whenever desperate they sit there to hold on to this they, black canary. Whenever they insist thing. that they had chemistry, I'm like, are you guys just saying this because you want it to be true? Like, I the only scene, understand. and I remember I wrote the review on it, the only scene where I said, this is as hot as Steve oh. and Katie get. God, did you actually use that word? I don't think I used the word hot, but I was like, this is like, (laughs) maybe we've we've moved up from ice cold to tepid was the scene where she shows, he shows him her scars. And, but as you're, as I'm watching that scene, it's like, he looks like he wants to claw his face off and jump out the window. Steve's doing something (laughs) and Katie's doing something. And those two things ain't matching up. Okay. Like Steve's looking like he's going for the full nine and she's trying to like bite his face off. Cause I don't know. Katie thinks the biting thing is super sexy on screen. Like it's a lot of biting. The biting thing can be sexy. But like it's a lot of it. He looked like, even when he was like opening up his shirt, or like she was opening his shirt and he was standing there. He looked like he wanted to jump out the window. He didn't look happy. We've seen Stephen happy, happy making out, and we I think we've seen Stephen unhappy making out. Like they're just it just 
they were not a happy couple. I'm sorry, guys. uh, They were not a happy couple. No, I don't ever tell you guys. They were never happy. Emily and Katie have more chemistry. There's more heat between Felicity and Black Siren. Which I don't know. It's so bizarre. This whole Katie and Black Siren thing is really wild to me because I remember when we were at a con, we were talking about Katie Cassidy's acting and we universally agreed that honestly what she is best at is plain evil and like Correct. the bitch. And that is really where she signs. I feel like if I've we, really thought that since season I two. I know. If we could just get her a role where she plays that, she'd be amazing at it. And then what happens? They bring her back as evil black siren. We're like, oh, okay. I would like a million dollars. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like we're putting this legit. stuff on the universe and then it just comes back yeah. at us. And now, I don't know. It's like night and When she, was, and when she was drunk and she was going off at Thea and Felicity and being like Miss Bitch in the bar, I was like, this kind of works. This kind of works. I, I would I would definitely like to see her go dark. Obviously, they were never going to have Laurel Lance the Black Canary go dark. That was really that's like That's like breaking thing. comic code right there. It's like they but, were... It was almost like the character that Laurel truly was was not particularly nice. And they were boxed into this savior, innocent ingenue thing but really it's like you're gonna follow the character of laurel organically and really just go with what you would have made her go evil she would have been the bitch on wheels that she was that you saw in the pilot and she was just miscast here's a a funny thing i saw there was a, a post about felicity supporting oliver and as from the official account now as always happens whenever the official account acknowledges that Oliver and Felicity are, in fact, a good couple. You always get the same. The it's the exact same. The exact same Laurel fans who are in there, like, bad mouth and Felicity and talking up Laurel and all this stuff. And one of them was, they were talking amongst each other. And I happened to catch one person saying, well, just wait until... After Arrow's done and we get our big screen Black Canary, she's going to be amazing. And those Elicity fans will have nothing because the show's over. And I remember thinking, well, A, we're still going to Elicity (laughs) and be fans of it after the show is over. I don't know if you know how fandom works, but that's kind of standard. But at the same time, like, and I remember thinking, why would we not want there to be a good Black Canary? canary on the big screen you know like what does that have to do with the price of beans yeah i don't else said it. i'm not like i don't have some universal hate no. for black canary and somebody else said they're like i really do hope we do get a good black canary up on the screen be because she is a good right. character the one on arrow sucks ass right. <laughs> but the one on the big screen will hopefully be much better than I that. Get, like, I get that we don't question have a the lot. problem I, yeah. with the character. Like, what, if, what if Emily played Laurel? It would have been would have had story. no problem. But it they still would have been that shitty backstory. I mean, yeah, I mean literally, I'm sorry. There is very little an actress story. can do to overcome boyfriend sleeping with sister. That's really bad. Particularly they, when you they started are aiming, in a hole. I know. Particularly when you are <laughs> aiming the romantic portion of the show at a female viewership. 
Yeah. It's not yeah. going to go it's over. Not cool, man. Like there are deal breakers among women and you don't dabble in the sister pool. Like it ain't it, no, no diddle in there. Mm-mm. I just, no. So there was that. And then they had the God awful casting problem. But, um, I don't know what it is. It's like they flipped a switch and all the stuff I like about, because I've seen Katie's acting other places and I was like, you know, I didn't dislike her in other shows. In fact, yeah. I enjoyed her very much. It's all on I display. I didn't have any opinion. Yeah. No. And I was like, this is just extremely refreshing. She feels like a new character to me. It feels new. Yeah. And it feels like it's, a more honest portrayal of who Laurel really honest. is. There's it's an edge honest, to Laurel. Right. Instead of giving her alcoholism to give the explain the edge. Well, the problem with they her just alcoholism. did the murder thing, which I don't know, is, felt more honest. <laughs> the, the problem with her alcoholism is that they made her a victim with it. Well, and she was a mean drunk, you know, it's not well, like she it, was mean. And it was like, OK, but, like, but this isn't Laurel mean drunk isn't too far different from Laurel sober <laughs> in certain particular circumstances. Well, it's because she was being honest. Right. What is it they say about alcohol? It makes you honest now. But the thing is, is they turned her whole alcoholism thing into like, a, oh, poor me. This is why I'm drinking. Feel bad for me. And her fans bought it hook, line, and sinker. They were like, oh, you know, it's so amazing that she overcame this. I'm like, in one episode? Yeah, again. <laughs> where's the struggle? Again, that, and I think that's, I again, this is what I said to you, too. I'm trying not to get too excited about this Lost Canary episode. Because I, this is what happens with me. Because I actually genuinely, when I am invested in the Laurel Lance character, I get excited about her storylines. <laughs> Shocker, I know. Um, and this is the heartache that was me in season three, that I kept getting excited for all these Laurel moments to happen, at these Laurel storylines, and they half-assed yeah, that them. was the old Laurel. Yeah, it was just, they just, like, they never devoted the appropriate amount of time to it. They always rushed it. So my concern with the Lost Canary thing, I'm, like, super excited because, okay, we're finally going to start dealing with the fact that Black Siren has basically been living Laurel's life pretending like she's this good do-gooder and living a life she didn't earn and she's been trying to do good things in that role but she gets all pressed when everyone's like oh hey remember how you were a murderer like she thinks because she helped get Oliver out of jail that erases right. all the murder and since nobody's she like ignoring to... her past she gets yeah. all pissed off and decides to be evil again she needs to confront her, the reality of what she's Right. Like, there's now, been no confrontation and no acknowledgement from her on a real well, sense that is like, yes, I killed people and it was wrong. It, it's always been, oh, I killed people because my dad died. I killed people. It, there's always a victim part of it to it. My birthday cake and carpet. Right, in the park. And then my Oliver <laughs> died and blah, blah, blah. Okay, still a murderer. It's like that. It's like that. <laughs> Just, uh, cool murder. Cool murder from 99. <laughs> I love that one. So, yeah, I just, and it, I think any kind of redemptive arc is hard to believe when Laurel is living another woman's life that she didn't earn. It sounds like she confronts it all. So that's what I episode. get excited about. I'm like, or oh, are we really confronting it? And is this going to come to some kind My of fingers real something? Like a lot of people think Katie's leaving the show at the end of this episode. And I don't know where that came from. 
her short hair. I'm pretty sure it's just from okay. her short hair. Listen, if the short hair is indicative God, that she has left the show, <laughs> fine. But I don't think that that's fine. indicative of her leaving the show. I mean, could she? I guess. Maybe. Okay, but here's one thing that I feel like we can say with absolute certainty. She's not dying. No. She's if she dying. leaves, she goes back to each Earth 2. Right. Or some other Earth. Or something. Where she can have a fresh start. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. This is where things get dicey. That if the public... First of all, I think it's fantastic that the public now has a picture of Black Siren and Diaz. Fantastic. Because it just rips the, 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 you know, the cover off of this whole faux Laurel Lance sham. And Emiko is the one to release it. It's just like, like, that's oh. fantastic. <laughs> like, Emiko's particularly <laughs> fucking with her life because she can. Because she knows that Emiko killed Diaz. But, again, this whole, oh, Emiko killed Diaz. Listen, Oliver and Felicity weren't worked up about it. They're like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Even Felicity was like, that doesn't make right, her a bad don't guy. make her bad. <laughs> Over-identify much, honey? Um, so... <laughs> yeah so i don't know like this whole this whole thing is really appealing to me because sometimes the arrow can go in two modes yeah it's like they're hyper aware of the hypocrisy or they're blatantly obtuse about it well it feels like since beth's been in charge they're a little bit more on the aware side yes like i can't like last week when she said and you still like she's horrified that dinah thinks maybe she might have killed somebody (laughs) <laughs> how dare you how dare you how think dare that? you like, i have evolved and, and, and apparently like, got a british accent in the process but do you <laughs> very but bad do you one. remember when you killed my boyfriend oh, what that was six <laughs> months ago how could you ever think that that i would do that again because uh, it was six months ago Get, haven't i shown you that i've changed i went to law school bit. but you didn't <laughs> well that doesn't <laughs> matter look how good i lawyer like, do you though? But do you? I like. I just love. She's like, well, you like. And then Dinah's like all pissed off about how she like how she like coerced the <laughs> the confession, and and Laurel's like, what? You wanted me to be a hero? I'm being a hero. It's like, okay, this is just what a mess. This is such a mess. This is how I hero. This is how I hero. Shove it, bitch. It's just like, wow, wow. So guys. many layers here to unpeel. <laughs> Of where where did we go wrong? Yikes. And like they're not gonna get it done in an episode. They're gonna have no. the fourteen versions of canaries running after each other with Felicity trying to be like middle management and like and I'm gonna be laughing my goddamn head off. Can we just like sit down off. and like come to a team meeting and like now can that, nobody kill anybody and just like can we all just talk? Like can we just and have sing a like, and braid like each Felicity's gonna hair. have like the canary sharing <laughs> stick? It's the baton. <laughs> <laughs> Laurel, you can't say anything. You don't have the canary sharing stick. But We're going Sarah to canary does. daycare. Sarah wants to talk about the time that she died. No one wants to hear about that anymore, Sarah. Oh God, this this episode could be extremely infuriating, extremely satisfying, or extremely hilarious. It's gonna be one of the three. I don't think it it's going to be, be any combination, combination of the three. It's just going to be, be one of the three. I don't know. I'm going to hope. I'm like scared I'm gonna to hope. hope. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be a ride. Like there's just oh. shit that they say that I'm like, they have to know. They have to know. <laughs> they so they know. So they wouldn't know. say it if they, they didn't say know. It if they don't know. <laughs> Here's your iodine, Katie. <laughs> 
fuck off. <laughs> you're trying to hear your gauze pad. Now get the fuck get out of my apartment. Out of <laughs> we have now spoken our contractually and no self- kissing my <laughs> wife. <laughs> it's like Steve is saying in the scene. I have now completed my contractually obligated four sentences. <laughs> to you and we no longer need to speak and and there are the rest of the scenes and you'll know that steve has reached his contractually obligated level of, uh, amount of uh, sentences with katie is because then when katie's in a scene with him they like they like pretend like they don't exist and they just like walk past each other with no my favorite them. one was where she walks out of the, the office oh, with the oliver one. or no with with laurel right right and then oliver's walking <laughs> towards her katie peels off and Felicity met, meets up with Oliver. Like, they and they don't continue acknowledge on. I'm like, each other at all. Ships passing in the dark. Like, tell me this <laughs> isn't a love triangle. I think Stefan and Damon got along better on fighting over they're fighting over Elena than Laurel and Oliver are right now fighting over Felicity. Fighting over because Felicity. Because Oliver is Did we ever think listen, we would Oliver end is up here. marking his territory whenever that girl comes around. <laughs> Listen, he's Step already got the baby in the belly. Off, he, bitch. he won I the territory. I have impregnated her. <laughs> we have the hot sex. Like to see you do like that. Like to see you try. <laughs> oh, do you have the possibility of impregnating her? Then I win. She's like, well, but I could raise your love child. Nope. That's and Oliver's like, happen. God damn it! No! <laughs> You're going to another earth and Not that's today, <laughs> Satan. Not today. Oh, Oh God! Sorry, we just did a whole thing there. Yeah, we did. We we're did. sorry. We, stop. we had a point. <laughs> oh, we're looking. I need forward. to go to bed. I need to go to bed. Anyways, well, anyway, what we're excited. <laughs> the canary on the Clearly, we're a little giddy. We're a little okay, giddy. but do you, so. I think she ends up. I think we're agreed. She ends up redeemed. Yes, but like maybe but, she goes other places because because listen, they don't have we don't time know where for she her. is in the future, and we don't know where she is in the yeah. future. I feel like we don't have time to deal with Siren. You know what I mean? Well, and I have a feeling we find out what happens maybe, to her, where she went right. in the next. I episode mean, that, that's what make, that's what I said. That's what I feel. There's like makes gonna sense. be flash forwards in the next episode because Cat McNamara told us that there's a really amazing Mia scene at the end of. Can I just so. say? Well, I'm really curious to, if Black Siren's in the Flash words. I can't wait to see her aged. Oh my like, God, how much stop. powdered sugar do you no. think they're going to throw at Katie? She'll be a skeleton. I know! Oh she'll be like, have the hair, have the heroin Nobody needle hanging that. off of her. Nobody wants that. Carrying wow. the bottle of booze. Wow. It's Don't not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Mm-mm. The aging. I bad. mean, they really were pretty nasty to Juliana and Rick, I feel yeah. And they seem yeah, like lovely people. So they, I don't know. You know, in real and, life, they are both. Well, Rick's a total cream puff. Uh, well, they're they both, both are. are. They're both sweet. They both are. They are both so sweet. I had such lovely moments with I both know. of them. I remember when we talked with Rick, it was right before Civil War. It, and we knew it was going to happen. we knew it was going to be bad. And we knew it was going to be Renee. Who, and we knew and we told him we were or, like. And he was like really worried. He was nervous, He was super guys. nervous. He was like, and I was like, it's going to oh. be okay. We know. We're like, we were like, we were like reassuring Rick and it was not, we were wrong. It was, it was not, not okay. okay. <laughs> it was not like he knew information. 
generation, <laughs> we did not Rita. know. And he was like, listen, y'all, it ain't good. It ain't good. And we're like, no, Rick, exactly. you're delightful. It's going to be fun. They'll, the fans will understand. And he was just and like shaking like, yeah, his head. He's like, yeah, I hope you're still he's thinking like, that in so. a few months. And really, then like, we saw no. the episodes. We're like, oh, no, they're going to come no. for you, Rick. They're going to burn you at stake. <laughs> this is bad. This I'm is sorry, Rick. I can't protect bad. you no more. And he's like, I'm trying to see like Renee's perspective. And like he was just like. <laughs> I left my job. I'm finally employed. I have a child I have to feed. Please don't, so don't kill get me mad off. at Rick for what happened <laughs> with Renee. It's not Rick's fault. It's not. Talk to the Rick writers. Rick did what he, Rick. you know, he did the best with what he got. And he wasn't given much. He did. I just have That's never seen, feel bad other than like the assassination of Laurel like, Lance's no, character, stop. I've never seen writers torpedo. Because when you think oh, about it in retrospect, so it took mean. us a really long time to accept the newbies. And we had just gotten to this point where we're like, oh, they're good. We like them. They can stick around. And then they just like blew them the fuck up. Yeah, and they have not bad. recovered. No. Barely. But oh, no. what were we talking about? We thought there might be hope no for idea. sex. No, we did not. I said that I would get down on my knees, kiss the ground, eat a hat, film it, and put it on the watch over Twitter if this was and people were like she's gonna do this she really thinks that i'm like no guys that was that's me saying this it's is not gonna, gonna happen. happen i said that i would get no. boozy on camera because given the medication i'm in on right now that might be a fun time it won't take it long be. listen it won't take long there was a picture colton haynes took of the nudity in sock drawer on set and people were like <gasps> oh and I was like, listen, guys, hey, if we get an elicity <laughs> sex scene where there is necessity for a sock. First of all, <laughs> then I will do all this it's crazy not shit and film it. Because no, he doesn't not. wear the sock. I've never well, seen a man no, listen, more obsessed wore, with his penis no. than he Steven wore the sock. Well, he wore the sock. Whatever. He, wore the sock he has publicly and... stated he would rather not wear the sock. And I only Listen. know. What is me. He, he wore the sock in 701. You know he wore the sock in 701. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. He did. He did not he do that He wore it whole under fight. protest and loudly complained <laughs> that he would rather just be naked. Oh, I'm sure he because, would. Because, I mean, I guess time if you he look was at, grappling I mean, if with I looked guys, like that, I, I guess I would probably. <laughs> I guess if I looked like that, I'd probably be like, yeah, naked's better. I mean, Anyhow, not wrong. I think the sock <laughs> is possibly left over from the slab side shower scene. Or it's some other like type scene. Well, you were saying you're probably going to get Renee. <laughs> Yeah, come on, like, it's Renee's gonna be Renee's sock. sock, and people are like, "Oh, stop that!" And I'm like, "And now it's burned into my brain." <laughs> so mean, Renee's so mean. Butt. And because she burned it into my brain, I felt that it was only fair that she burned it into the rest of our listeners' brains. <laughs> so you, but listen, it could me. be Colton's sock because he's the one that took the picture. So we don't know. Again, I feel like Colton might go without the sock. <laughs> Maybe it's David's sock. David wears the sock. Of all the people who shouldn't wear the sock, David shouldn't. But whatever. Facts. Facts. You know. Maybe, maybe (gasps) it's Connor's sock. Who's Connor? Hawk! Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I Holy shit. I've named named both characters Joseph. 
Listen, Joseph? it's time to go and to it's bed. Joseph. It's time to go to bed. It's not Joe. <laughs> it's Joseph. You know how like I'm We're friends. Rachel was no. really particular no. about Joshua. <laughs> I'm yes. very particular about Joseph. Listen, it's not Joe. We're going to bed. Like Josh. It's not Joshua. It's enough. It's Joshua. You're cut off. <laughs> okay, I'm tired. I have to go to work. <laughs> okay. God. <laughs> Who's that? Jesus. Okay. I'm with you now. Okay. I would support a Connor Hawk sock scene. Yes, Connor. <laughs> 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 Why is that so funny? Oh my god, I'm dying. I'm hilarious. <laughs> ah, ah, oh god. Oh god. Oh my like, god. Like honestly, oh my god. I'm so grateful that they made him Connor Hawk right now because it rhymes a sock. That's the best. <laughs> I'm a poet. I'm I'm tweeting I'm that. I'm a poet and I didn't know it. <laughs> I'm I'm tweeting that. <sighs> Listen, guys, I'll be taking my comedy tour act on the road in a couple months. You see, will see me in a city near you. <laughs> okay, that's a good sign. It's time yeah, to, go to go to bed. bed. You gotta let me oh, go to bed. God. I have to get up and do. <laughs> work things Jesus. and make money i don't because it's spring break well screw you it's spring break here too but i still have to work oh poor baby yeah, well it's okay. employment well, what are you gonna do we will be back at some point next week because even though there isn't an episode of the show there'll be an I mean, episode we can do another 12 hours on laurel and how laurel sucks that's no problem <laughs> it's too much tune fun. in every okay. week for that topic Happy Friday, everyone. Happy weekend. Stay safe. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Google Play and look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.